Damn. Yes. We are back. We back. Back at it, y'all. Yes, sir. Bumping in with Virginia's finest. Yes. Malice. Pusha T. Produced by NERD. I forgot why we bumped in with this song, but I'm feeling it, though. <laughs> Pusha T birthday was a couple oh, days ago. Right. How yeah. old is Pusha T now? He got to be close to 40. If not, over. Damn. Is he? I mean, how is he? He can't be 40. He, he close to be, it. Though. He late 30s. Let me look up his age real quick. I know yeah. we're ruining the vibe, but it's so long. Yeah, OG. Yeah, OG. He's, he's pat dog. He's forty two years old. Yeah, is he? Oh yeah. man. I he okay. Was during the Damn. whole Drake debacle. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Pusha T. By the way, um, shout out to the clips. Shout out to. I want to say this album has to be twenty years old now. I think it came out. Grind. It came out seventeen years ago. Seventeen. So it was close to it. That came yeah. out well. Two thousand three. Then. Yeah. Two thousand two. Two thousand. Check my math on that, yeah. people. But uh, yeah. So uh, the finest are back. Figgy, get in here, man. Let's 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 kick this off. Yes, right. sir. Let's get it. So we bumped in with a little bit of uh, clips, Pusha T, uh, because it is Pusha T's birthday. So happy birthday, Pusha T. Um, also, let's get into this real quick because uh, I know there was a uh, viral video of uh, Pharrell and um, uh, Timbaland on some kind of show. I guess they were having some kind of a roundtable discussion live in front of an audience. And uh, Timbaland was just talking about how cold Pharrell, well, N-E-R-D to be exact, was back in the day producing all these hits. And then Pharrell was going back being like, man, when you hit that Missy and he was beatboxing it and he bowed to him. So they're they're both kind of acting like, man, you're the best. No, you're the best. So let's settle this for them since they don't want to actually settle it themselves. Who would y'all prefer, who would y'all pick as the best producer, Timbaland or Pharrell slash N-E-R-D? I say Timbaland. Okay. Because I'm more hip to his track. Not just be I that's really hard. <laughs> NERD, let, let's let's that's run back there. Hard. They they produce for Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Produce for Britney Spears. Yeah. As well as uh yeah, as well as Timberland. I think Timberland produced for Justin. They've equally produced for similar artists. Yeah. 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 They um, both got their pop hits. They both got their I Hood think, classics. I think I say Timlin just because I'm more hip to um, who he's at, like the songs. I know that it was him. Like Nerd, I know, you know, obviously I know if, at songs here and there, but there are songs that I don't know that I learn every day that Nerd has produced. So that's the only reason I would say Timbaland over them. Mm. Yeah, because I'm actually more knowledgeable. Okay. I, I think Timbaland is the more creative one for the simple fact that he made beats with his mouth and yes. babies crying and all yes. type of creative shit. Indian yeah. noises. Yeah, <laughs> but Pharrell, I don't know what it is, man, but Pharrell and the Neptunes, they they got a lot of classic shit, man, from Madonna. I'm, I'm not saying that's classic, but they were with Madonna, Britney Spears, all type of people, man. Super diverse artists. Yeah, Pharrell, is, Pharrell and the Neptunes is one of my f- favorite. He, he probably like number one in my book. Really? Yeah. That's he hard. He produced a lot of shit where you like, damn, I didn't know he did that. Did y'all ever watch, um, I know we're talking about Pharrell and Timbaland, but did y'all ever watch the Swiss Beats and uh, Timbaland back and forth that they did? I didn't watch the whole thing. It was so good. My goodness. Yeah, I could, I like, I had literally forgotten about some of them songs that they were, like, battling with each other about. 
It was good. I can't remember what festival that was either. I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, the reason why I picked Timbaland is because I like his songs with Jay-Z more than uh, Jay-Z songs with N.E.R.D. and Pharrell. Mm. Um, Jigga What Jigga Who was probably in my top 10 Jay-Z songs of all time. Big Pimpin'. And also all the Aaliyah, Big Pimpin', of course. Um, the Aaliyah stuff, the Genuine stuff. Nah, I, I got to get it to Timbo. But now that we've settled who's the yeah. best. Producer, I was about to, yeah, I was about did to I say- ask you? I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I, I said um, Neptune. Oh, you said Neptune. Okay. Yeah, so two to shit, one. you can look at. Yeah, I'm about to say you can look at Clips' whole, you know, both of their first albums. That's fair. Like every beat on there is hard. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I think it's a toss. I don't think it's a wrong answer here. Yeah, fair enough. We, we we've we've given our picks at least. Yeah. So let's get into the podcast, man. It's been a while, so let's introduce the podcast as we always do. My name is Ryan Rocket. I am on uh, Instagram at Ryan.Rocket. Trying to post a little bit more. I can't promise nothing because I'm a fucking, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, 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 a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm also on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket. And I'm joined by the lovely Jasmine as well. Jasmine. Hello. How you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm good. feel like we ain't seen you in a long time. We haven't. We ain't seen each other in a long time. We haven't. But- I only see you figgy in passing. Yeah, you but, be working your ass off. But man, I miss y'all. Yeah, I saw Even Jasmine. Ryan doesn't want to be friends outside of work. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Jasmine. You you don't claim us at work, so I don't want to hear what you, you say saying? that. You don't. I do. You don't. I very much you so don't. do. No, when you're around your your executive friends, you're like, oh oh hi figgy, oh hey hey Ryan, and just walk by. He's Not lying. <laughs> Oh my god! You, 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 just, you just give the nod. You just say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> she got bad I thinking, if I'm in my computer, then I'm in my computer. But yeah. otherwise, I will talk. You got to see her at her desk, like around two o'clock. She be like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, what's hi?" I'm like, "You busy?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I definitely did that. Today. I don't be wanting shit, so I I just be wanting to come over and just say hi. That's exactly what you what he be said. focused. Yeah, I don't want nothing. I'm just coming to say hey. <laughs> no, you should have seen her earlier. She was walking in the hallway, looking at her phone, just like like her phone was glued to her face. Damn, and like she almost bumped into me. I'm like, damn. Man, I'm like, I, she focused. I used to wonder too, like our like previous superiors. I used to wonder why they was always on their phone. Like I I couldn't understand. Like. I just thought they was on social media. I didn't know what they were doing. Now, you see why, man. Now I get it. Yeah, but this ain't about work now. <laughs> so how how you been personally, Jasmine? I heard you finally crowd surf. I did, and it so was amazing. So tell us about that. So Ashley, she bought me tickets to Jambalaya for my birthday, and my cousin wanted to go too, so she got tickets too. So we went to the Dallas show, and uh, it was just us two. I knew a couple people there, but we didn't meet up. So um, Travis was at. Um, one stage and Wayne was performing before and he was at a, the opposite stage. So um, I was there for Gates who was performing for Travis, Tra- Kevin Gates. And I was making my way up obviously throughout the Gates performance. And I ended up, there was literally two people in front of me. So I could see the stage. Like that's the closest I think I've ever been to Travis in my life. I know that I've ever, mm, never mind, just kidding. But at a Wait, show. Were you closer? Um, I went to a 1 a.m. vibes party whenever um, I was really into Yes Jewels. Oh, so you were close, close. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He Shoot was... your shot? Nah. Why not? I'm not attracted to Travis like that. I just want to talk What? His mind. I want to talk. I want to be his friend. I don't want to date him. 
That's weird. You're not attracted to Travis Scott, but no. you're a super fan who's seen all of his shows and go to all of his concerts. Yeah, I'm not, I've never been a fan of any female artist I didn't want to smash. I'm not physically <laughs> no. because you're Ryan. Wait, can you be, can you be a super fan of somebody and not find them attractive? I don't That's find J. Cole. You got on to me too because I said I didn't find J. Cole attractive. I don't find J. Cole attractive either. But you're not a super super J. Cole fan. I you are am. a super super Travis Scott fan. I'm more of a. J. Cole fan than I am a Travis fan. Who would you spend more money on, Travis Scott or or, or J. Cole? I've spent more money on J. Cole. Oh, damn. Yeah. But Travis is just, um, he's more active right now. So I can interact with his music more because he's actually out and about. J. Cole, he's about to drop soon, so I'm really excited. So y'all going to hear me talk about him really soon, too. But, um, But anyway, like, Gates was, I was moving up to Gates. I was like the second row. There was a, I want to say maybe a 60 to 80% chance of rain that entire day, but it did not rain. It was sunny as hell. So I was like, dang, I, watch. It's going to pour as soon as Travis got on the stage. As soon as he got on stage, it started pouring. Damn. But it made it even more epic because it was just, it was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. They didn't shut it down? No. Okay. Oh, no. It, it, it eventually stopped, of course, but it was just a downpour and everybody, like, when I tell you when he was opening his show, it started pouring and it just made it all, like, the crowd was so hyped, so it it didn't matter. Like, um, but I goose I um crowd surfed to goosebumps for Ashley because she wasn't there, and that is her song. And um, and then I crowd surfed to Sicko Mode at the end. Okay. Yeah. So how did how did you actually go about crowd surfing? So since I was by myself in the crowd, mm-hmm. um, like in mosh pits, I don't know if I've told y'all before, but they're a lot friendlier than people assume, and so. Um, I'm just talking to people around, like everybody's pumped about Travis, getting to know each other because we're waiting, like, you know, for him to come on. And so I'm like, there was this tall white guy beside me. I'm like, hey, like, I just want, I turn around, like, to the people behind me. I'm like, I just want y'all to know I'm crowd surfing tonight. So I'm going to, y'all, y'all going to help y'all down or what? And they're like, yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. So um, as the concert's going on, of course, it's like, we obviously established, like, if you're still by me, you're going to help because we're, mo- like, you never know where you're going to end up eventually at, at his show. And so um, the guy next to me, we ended up being by each other for the entire, almost the entire time. And I was like, okay, you ready? And he was like, nah, nah. And I was like, I- come on. He's like, okay. And so he ducked down, like, you know, bent down in the crowd so I can get on top of his shoulders. And I got on top of his shoulders, and I was there for a while. And, like, Travis came near. He didn't give me the moment I wanted because – I'm just gonna say because I'm pretty and he he's trying to be faithful to Kylie. He doesn't oh, want okay. anything. Oh, any, look at look at the ego <laughs> over here. They still together. I thought I'm they was having kidding. problems. I'm just kidding, but um, yeah, no. So he was really like, we were like, he was rapping to my area, but he didn't acknowledge like me. I was just up in the air, like eye level at him. And then so time goes on, time goes on. He's like the guy that I'm on. He's like, you ready? And I was like, yeah. So I turned back and to the other people, and I'm like, I'm about to go back. So I leaned back, like lean my arms back, and everybody's like, I didn't go far at all, but I like moved around the area, moved around the area. And that time when I came down, it was very smooth. Okay. Sicko mode. When I got to sicko mode, there was this guy that had been eyeing me, and I was like, okay, I'm about to you, you the one. So I was like, hey. Can you put me on top of your shoulders? He's like, nah. And I was like, no, I'm from, I'm, I came from Houston. Like, I, th- I, I have to do this. This is the last time I'm gonna get to do this. And he was like, okay, okay. But this guy was shorter than the other one, so oh, no. I didn't go up as high as the first guy. So on that time, I went back same way, same way. That time, somebody yelled, oh, what the fuck? 
So I hurt somebody in the midst of crowd surfing the sicko mode because it was just too much going on. But damn, it was it was bucket list check. Okay, okay, so good. It was great. Anybody I, grab your ass? I that's no, I didn't feel anything. Okay, so I it may have been the adrenaline too, but I didn't feel anybody violate me at all. That's okay. good. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. You're a perfect crowd surfing weight too. So yeah, it's like not enough to injure or really bother anybody. Yeah. Like, hey, pass this girl over here. <laughs> over there. I'm definitely going to Coachella next year for my birthday. So um, if I'm not old and broken down by then, I'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You'll be a whole 27 <laughs> years old. Oh my god. I would be scared how. to go there because when it was like a uh, Herbie breakout or something. It was. Or something. Yes. It was. I would be scared to go to these festivals now. I feel like a lot of people going. Oh yeah, Rolling of, Loud too. After Rolling Loud's incidents, yeah. which are we? We'll probably get into. Uh, what happened at Rolling Loud? Kodak Black uh got arrested. Oh yeah, that's right. We'll get into that. The, yeah, and then NBA Young Boy got shot. Um, Wayne canceled his performance. It was all somebody else was killed. Like it, it was a lot. A little kid was shot. Yeah, like that, it was yeah. a lot going on. Damn. I used to really want to go to Rolling Loud, too. Yeah. We'll so get into that a little bit later. But Figgy, yes, sir. the man himself, joins us as well. Yes. How you been, Mr. Nostradamus? <laughs> I've been good, man. I've been chilling, man, just working. Same old, same old. Okay. I, uh, Me and my wife got a new TV. Yeah, we I finally, saw that. I saw it on social media. Yeah, I was like, we okay. finally got a new TV. Yeah, yeah acting like he broke all this time. Shit. Can I borrow four hundred dollars? Nigga, that yeah. shit was six hundred. How much was that TV? No, that TV was actually cheap. We okay. got it for like three. Ain't bad. Damn. Um, it's it's a um store that's somewhat like a Sam's Club in Cleveland, but it's called BJ's. Mm-hmm. And so, um, my mother in law ordered it for us. Oh shit! And then, um, shipped it down here. You get it mounted? Um, no, we ain't gonna get it mounted yet. We Looking for another place to live. Okay. We're trying to get a house, so we don't want to mount nothing to the wall and then move a few months later. Yeah. Okay. Fair so, enough. Fair um, enough. That's yeah, dope. I want to get it mounted, though. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, dope, oh, man. real quick, real quick. Um, I got to shout out Paytest pay Rob. Why is that? He told me to give him a shout out because um, the Warriors beat okay, the Rockets. Let, 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 let's let's call this man out for being a troll, <laughs> number one. It would be one thing if it was like, okay, he was from Oakland. But Paid Tex is a dude who just hates on every Houston team because he wants to be a villain. So he no, wants I can't, to be a villain. I can't give you no props for calling that game, man. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Paid Tex, you know, we know we love you, but I, I can't give you props for that, man. I'm sorry. You, you're just a hater. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of that, I'll talk about that real quick because I know I usually don't talk about myself on this damn podcast. Actually, I do too much. But um, not really. My weekend was, yeah, not during the beginning. I will talk about my ex and all that shit. But anyway, my weekend was kind of shitty, man. I'm not going to lie because uh, I had a really bad toothache last weekend. Um, the Rockets lost uh, at home. And I also made a dumb bet with myself and posted on Twitter that <laughs> if the Rockets <laughs> lost on game six, I would go vegan. Man, if I would have saw that before game six, I would have told you, like, delete this shit, bro. Don't do it, man. Yes. Go ahead. And I actually did stick to it. Uh, I know nobody cares. It's not like, oh, I had to or I would lose it. I bet myself. But I was so pumped. I was so, like, 
the Rockets just are the one team that really just get me out of my mind, man. Any if the Texans lose or win, I could like okay, it's cool. The Astros lose or win, like it's, all right. Are the Rockets like the worst team to root for in Houston? Because yes. you know the Texans, they they are who we think, uh, know they are. Mm-hmm. But the Rockets seem like that year is like all right, we got it. So much potential. The best record, the best record in the NBA, or the most points scored in the NBA. We got the MVP. And then never go right in the playoffs. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm going to say the Texans are worse. Just because it's not like the Texans don't give us hope. Every year, there was there was a time uh, b- before the 2-14 and 14 season. I clearly remember a lot of national people had the Texans going to the Super Bowl that year. Mm. Then J.J. gets hurt, or Aaron Foster gets hurt, and it's just everything crumbles apart. Gary Kubiak, you know, y'all know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was worse, probably that season was worse than any rock disappointing Rockets season. That 2-14 and 14 season? 2-14 season, I think. Because, number one, tech, football is God in Texas, period, even yeah. in Houston. And at least we old, people who are old enough can kind of semi-remember the Rockets winning a championship in our lifetime. Yeah. And the Texans have been here for a while, and the Oilers before that, and nothing ever came of it. So, I mean, the Texans are kind of worse, honestly. I mean, but, like, right now, y'all, I don't, I don't feel people um, talking about Super Bowl when it comes to Texas. It's not, like, a sure thing. That's true. But the Rockets is, like, a sure thing. Like, we could beat Golden State. We beat them three out of four times this year. Or Did y'all sweep them? Or, yeah, or, three out of four. Yeah, the last one yeah, I think they lost. Yeah, y'all beat them three out of four times. So it's like we got this one this year because once we get to the finals, we can beat whoever in the East. Yeah. Yeah. And man, it's that was it's irritating. Hurt. That man. was hurtful. That was real hurtful. And then they look so defeated too. Like yes. that's one thing. Like not James Harden because he used to turn up at the club with Lil Pump always. already. <laughs> So. We knew this was going to happen. We always, though, he always, he gonna celebrate regardless. But I, they just—that's one thing too that was really irritating. Like, why? Why? I mean, I understand it don't look good, but don't look so damn defeated already. Like, there's still a chance. You still have a chance. Play yes. like it. So I don't know. That was just—it was intense. It, it was really bad, man. Yeah. And Not, I really, uh, my my whole thing was okay. I could I could take the loss, but the. The loss at home was what killed me because that mm-hmm. was happened last year too. Exactly. Can y'all at least lose on the road? Yeah. Now I gotta ask you this: How did you feel about the? I think it was the first game where people was talking about the refs. Do you think the um, Rockets was cheated out of that game? No. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, people with the fucking refs, man. People need to <laughs> stop. Okay. People need to stop. It's not like there was an overwhelm. Like, okay, I understand the calls were missed. Calls get missed every, every game, single though. game. Yeah. And if you shoot better than the other team, chant 99 times out of 100, no matter what foul calls you get, they're not going to stop you. Um, I don't think there was a conspiracy at all. There were some favorable calls this series that went for the Rockets. A lot of them, actually. Mm-hmm. Some of them were wrong. But, no, nah, I, I don't buy the ref excuse, man. I could buy it more in game seven of last year because that was one game where it made all the difference. And even then, they missed so many shots Yeah, that you can't yeah. even excuse that. Yeah, But on game one, are people really making excuses like the series was lost because a ref missed a call and there were bad calls? Yeah, no. Man, that's the beginning of the series. So I don't want to hear all that. Enjoy. I don't want to hear any excuses no more. I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excommunicated from the damn Rockets rabid fan base of people just explaining 
blaming everybody else for the loss. No, nah, it's yeah. on the team, man. Yeah, because they start playing real sloppy at the end. Yeah, that's why they was getting called on because they was playing like it. Steph didn't. Pl- Kevin Kevin Durant was out. Steph Durant. Steph Durant. Steph Curry. Bitch ass did not even score <laughs> in the entire first half, and we still lost. So I don't want to hear it no more. I'm vegan now. I'm drinking smoothies and shit. I'm over it. I, and I realize with me living in Houston, it's like that with all three sports. I feel like fans feel like everybody is against Houston yes. in all three sports, and that's so weird because, like, you know, me growing up in Cleveland, we never talked about the refs that much. It was one, I think it was one game where LeBron got threw out in the third quarter. Yeah. And we felt like he didn't do shit. But we ain't talk about it the next day. It was just like a damn. He got ejected for the first time in his career. Yeah. And LeBron pretty much agreed with it. Like, yeah, that was the right call. We didn't talk about that game ever again. Yes. But with the Rockets, I felt like they complained about the refs after the, after the game, even when they win. <laughs> I just thought that was so weird, yeah. man. It, it was weird. It, after like same I, thing I, with the Astros. They complain about they the do. umpires. Even after a win, it's just like, man. They do. But notice that the national people did not complain much about the Astros doing it. But when the Rockets do it, suddenly it's like, well, I meant local people mainly, but But, uh, yeah, it's uh, people do make excuses. And people, look, I will say this because I got, and we'll end with sports really quick because I know it's not a sports show. But um, I I, I got really deep into that guy, Tim Donahue, the guy who was – basically betting put on, on blast games. for betting on games, and he claimed he never bet on games that he repped on, but he knew who was going to win based off of who repped the game. Mm-hmm. I take that to mean that there are definitely some crooked ass, if not just people who have vendettas against players, repping the game. And repping has a huge impact on basketball games, on football games, et cetera, all professional sports. But that being said, I don't think there's a conspiracy against the Rockets. I don't think the league hates the Rockets. Um, I do think a lot of refs do do hate the Rockets for the simple fact they complain all the time. Or, true. You know, I, I could see somebody, you know, like a – I can't think of a ref name, but I could see them being irritated as fuck of, you know, Chris Paul always crying and true. complaining. So that could have an effect. Yeah. But I wouldn't make it an excuse like, oh, they hate the Houston City or the Rockets. He gets to the line so much. There's no way you can say that they're all the refs hate James Harden. He travels quite a bit. He get away with a lot of stuff. Yes. And And when he don't get the call, then it's like, wow, Ram's not giving us the call. Exactly. And y'all know I'm all about energy. I heard that Chris Paul would not allow Steph Curry to practice. Yes. And I just think that that got something to do with it, too. You can't be ugly to people. like. Okay. First off, I don't know if that's 100% true. I think that was kind of debunked. That wasn't exactly him. But even if it was, I mean, I, I respect it. Yeah. It's the playoffs is war. That's true. Steph Curry can go in his backyard. Should have went across the street. He could go shoot with the groupies. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to go shoot at the court. Real quick before we uh, get off sports. I've, I've been wanting to have a conversation about Steph Curry. Let's do it. It's hard to have a conversation about him because he's still winning. The mm-hmm. team is still winning. But he don't be doing shit in the playoffs, man. Uh-huh. He don't be doing shit. He did shit, what, the past couple games, though. But that dude don't be doing shit, man. He ain't win no finals MVP. That first that first finals, 
Andre Iguodala won off the bench. The next one, he you know, he choked. I don't know. A lot of people putting too much stock in Steph Curry, man. I feel like nobody bringing that up. I feel like he being covered by KD. No, he 100% is, man. He 100%. And even before KD got there, people were making – people – look, when James Harden had that terrible game one, people were on his ass. Yeah. Relentlessly. And I get people just don't like the Rockets and the way they play. And I guess they like Steph Curry's – it's more fun to watch, I guess, him pulling up from half court and making shots. But, yeah, he does get bailed out quite a bit. I think him looking like a little sweetheart <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had something to do with it, too. People just like him. Yeah. And, and they, they – they, all the stuff with the throwing the mouth guard and the taunting and all this stuff, they excuse it as, oh, he's just fiery. Yeah, you know, so it, it's the same. Like I don't know, it's it's, it's a little irritating. And um, damn, I forgot what I was about to say. My bad, I didn't mean to get but, you off. No, track. no, no, you good. But um, yeah, man, I think I think uh, he I think he folded in the playoffs, man. Like these past couple games, he been you know he been balling. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, he didn't do shit in that 2016 finals. Yes, he got ejected. I just think um. People don't criticize him enough. And one of the reasons because they win. Yeah, they do win a lot. But um, he don't be showing up, man. I feel like James Hart show up, show up more than him. Yeah. He should have got a lot more smoke when Kyrie Irving hit the game-winning shot in Game 7 over him. His defense is awful, yes, man. Yes, it's bad. People switch on him on purpose. Yes, they, <laughs> they make it their whole game plan. Yes. The Rockets did that several times, tried to switch on Steph Curry. And the Cavs realized that, uh, I think they la- the last game they lost, they realized that, and yes. that's when they went on that um, winning streak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he a liability. If he not hit, and, and that's the other thing, too, when he's off, He's not playing defense. Nope. He's making stupid mistakes. You see him yep. miss that dunk at the end of that game? Yes. Oh, man, I mm. love that. He tried to throw behind the back and mm. out of bounds. He do sh- stupid shit like that. At least James Harden don't do that. Yes. At least James Harden throwing dimes. He'll get blocked by Manny Ginobili. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, yeah. yeah. No, nah, you're definitely right, man. And I've been saying that for a while, too. But people just don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, they just like Steph Curry. He's a likable. Same thing. Look. I understand Dame can rap, <laughs> but Dame Lillard be stinking it up too, man. He stunk it up in that game one. Uh, he he has had some. I know he had that great, maybe the best game winner of all time. But yeah. at the same time, he be stinking up in the playoffs too. Donovan Mitchell's another one too. He don't get enough smoke, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> this is not a sports show. Yeah. I know but we have to get this some shit off our chest, man. Yeah, there's too much going on right now. We it's playoff season, man. We have to get a little shit off our chest. <laughs> Uh, so let us get, so there's been like no new releases re- recently. Has there, there been? There has actually. What? Um, I don't know if y'all care about Logic. Um, Sierra. Oh my God. Uh, ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Rocky, ASAP no. Ferg. So like wait. there's definitely been music. Song. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that song. Yeah. It's definitely Eric. been music out. Just saying. So let's talk about the Logic and Eminem song. I don't listen to Logic. I was you just putting that I'm, out there if y'all. Why'd you put, see, Jasmine, we had a fight about this a while back. <laughs> because you for people, some reason he's still in a conversation that I don't care about. So the people talk about him. So I think that we're supposed to report what's coming out. We ain't got to elaborate, but it came out. Okay. Yeah. So I heard the song. I'll talk about it real quick. Okay. Uh, the funniest thing about the song is he put the guy who did the Eminem impression on it. 
that are on war tour with the floorboards and the floorboards and Harrison Ford. He put that impression on at the end of the song. But I felt like the way, because uh, the guy, the impressionist guy, the comedian, he announced the day before it dropped that, hey, they put my impression on the Eminem song. I thought what was going to happen was uh, Eminem was going to like play off that and then wrap an actual verse around it. Yeah. But the way he did it, it just sounded like he knew people were going to reply with that song. So he just did it first. Mm. Like the eight mile strategy. I'm going to make fun of myself so you can't do it for me. Mm. And I thought that was corny, man. I thought he was going to do something a little creative with so that. So that's what Eminem rap pretty much or rapped about? What was Eminem verse? He, his verse was just a typical Eminem, Eminem verse. Okay. It was actually not bad. It wasn't bad. I'll give him and the Florence Torrance, yeah. the corn porn, <laughs> trying to get porn, looking it, orange. Yeah. And that. <laughs> it actually was. It wasn't as corny as that. A uh, uh, freestyle in the warehouse with nobody around him. Uh, it wasn't as corny as that. It was some weird lines in there, but this Eminem. But the how do y'all feel about Logic Number One? Can you say the word nigga? He kind of be throwing me <laughs> off a little bit because at first I thought he was white. But then he he did a Breakfast Club interview a few years ago, and he was saying he was uh, his what mother black or father black. So, uh, but then he said he really don't say the word like that. But then you hear his raps; he pretty much he sound confused, like he don't know if he should say it or shouldn't say it. And then when I heard the snippet of that, um, the, well, the beginning of that song, he said it. So I'm like, huh? I just don't really have any interest. He said. To me, he seemed kind of lost, like he's trying to find himself. Yes. So, I like, he don't know if he black. Like if a he, typical mulatto. He, <laughs> man. Why is Ryan this I'm too white for the whites and I'm too black. I'm too black for the whites and I'm too white for the blacks. Yeah. Call me a river nigga. But, yeah, I never really cared for him that much. No. I, I think he can rap, but I don't know. It's kind of, he a little irritating to me. I think the whole black and white conversation that surrounds him or that he surrounds himself around is annoying so it turns me off from his music I, I don't seek his music out on my own what if you did a collab with Travis and uh, J. Cole I'd listen okay but yeah it's not yeah, a big fan. I just put it out there because people care we don't care but we gotta report the news guy okay we, gotta report well, the news. we have to report news of we the songs we've listened to I was gonna but. tell you about the Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran song too and that's not hip-hop why would you tell us about that Jasmine what, what can we say about that <laughs> <laughs> what can we say about Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran um I can say it's a staple in pop culture right now so I'm just putting the news out there we ain't got to get into it okay okay real, <laughs> real quick while we on logic he did have a song with Will Smith. I didn't listen to it though, but he had a song. I didn't. With, he had a song with Will Smith. Uh, didn't he have a song with Wu Tang too? Yes, yeah, oh, all man. the Wu Tang. Why? Okay. <laughs> so is this is this white privilege? Yes, <laughs> because he about, getting everybody. He getting everything. Let's talk about this real quick. Why is it that certain and Drake has done this too? Actually, has he? Has he, he had like a let? Who? I feel like this is more, I can't think of any examples right now, but I feel like a lot of rappers have had these big legendary rappers come around them on features who never do features with black artists typically, especially mm. new ones. Yeah. Why? Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Is it the label? 
it too much money to pass yeah. up? Drake or is a is unicorn, it? so he's not really fair to talk about. But How so? He's a unicorn. Like, he's not really that fair to talk about. Okay, fair enough. No, nah, nah, I get that part. Yeah. But with Logic, it's hard to get Wu-Tang yes. on Wu-Tang songs. Yes. They can't even get in the studio together yeah. to make a fucking album. Yeah. But he get all of them on a song? Yes. Like, that shit was insane. I listened to it. Drake was trying to get Wu-Tang for Wu-Tang Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't like the song, apparently, so yeah. they actually dissed it pretty hard. I like that song, I though. Did, I, I ain't really care for I it. I like that song. The bass hits hard. I mm. listened to Nothing Was a Saying the other day, too. My God. Classic. You think so? Classic. Okay. So he has one classic album. Whoa. <laughs> Anything else new? Megan Thee Stallion. A lot of music is dropping tomorrow on or on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, uh, Chance the Rapper is coming back. I yeah. think he's dropping a new single or something, or I don't think it's an old album, but he's dropping a single tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tyler, the creator, is dropping something too. So a lot of new music. Finally, after a dry spell, we're getting some new music coming in. Um, so I'm still bumping that schoolboy. Really? Yeah, I'm same. So, I yeah. was gonna bring that up because I still feel the same about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? I, 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 I think I, I'm just a stand there. I think so because too. I, uh, yeah, I play every song. Me too. I like Blank Face a lot better, man. Do you? Okay. I went back to Blank Face and I'm like, I immediately loved it. But then I went back to this one. I'm like, uh, really? Skip, so skip, skip. So what's your beef with this? Is it too? Um, because I feel like this one is a little too trappy. It's a little too. It's not just Atlanta ish. I mean, it's it's hard to really explain. I just don't like the beats as much. Really? Okay. Schoolboy himself is fine, but I just felt like the last album was harder. I like the song with Vince Staples a whole lot in the last one. I felt like there was a grittierness, even though it's still gritty. It's just some something about the beats just don't connect with me. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I know it's very very personal and you know really has no merit in any kind of review, but just how I feel about it. Okay. So definitely yeah. still listening to it. I love it. Okay. So let's get into some topics. We'll get into um some of the bigger things we missed from the uh a few weeks past, but let's get into some new uh topics first. Um biggest thing that happened this well today probably. I'm not gonna say this whole week. Uh Trey Songs had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he didn't have a baby until now. Man, um, salute to him, man. Why do females get mad when their favorite black artist, well, black artist has a baby? Man, let me tell you about it because we really are out here thinking that we have a chance. And then Man. when that baby drops, it's just like any of you other niggas like, dang, y'all got a baby. Ugh. We don't act like, wait, no, no, none of, I, don't, I feel like. The women we like, we still think we have a shot with them. <laughs> Even if they have a kid. Yeah. Think is the key word. Okay. Um, well, actually, why would you not have a shot with him just because he's not married? I don't know. It's just like, you know, in your head, you, you want to be the baby mama. Like You, you wanna, can still be the baby but mama. But it, it's hurtful. Like, yeah. Like, you, you, you have all this hope. Like, especially loving Chris Brown for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have all this hope that, you know, one day y'all gonna be still together. But he, like, good. 30 years old, though. Yes. But Chris Brown, but I'm 26. So, what are you a lot of A lot know? of people that age, they had a kid or two by that oh, time. Oh, you talking about just, like, in general? Yeah, just in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. But it was just like, you know, At like... At that age, it shouldn't matter if you have a kid or not. Because the older you get, the more you really don't care if that person have a kid. That's true. Speak because you can't, yourself. you can't be 30 years old and be like, oh, you got a kid? Nah, nah. Uh-uh. 
Like when you get to that age, you're going to be like, oh, how many kids? Or, you know, are you in that kid's life? You start looking at stuff like that. But you can't be 35 years old and then see somebody that's like 37 and be like, oh, you got a kid? Nah, nah. Yes, I can. No, no. If he like 40 years old with no kids, you got to start thinking like, what yep. the fuck is wrong with him? Yep. He ain't got no kids. Yep. Basically, like he ain't been in no relationship or that don't mean that he ha- just because he doesn't have any kids doesn't mean that he hasn't been in a relationship. No, no, it, no, it could be some. I mean, 40 years old with no kids at all. That's that's a head scratcher unless he really don't want kids. That's what I'm saying. He may not want kids. Yeah, but you, I feel like you shouldn't look at like a 40 year old like, nah, he got a kid. Nah, you know, nah, I can't because at that age, you. A lot of people start families. By yeah, then. but I think Trey Song's age and forty years old is an extreme difference. How old is Trey Song? He's not that he, old. He's up there. He's thirty. He's, he like, he's been got to be like our age. But I think the point. Well, Jasmine it is kind of speaking to what a lot of women believe. Um, the younger they are, they don't want to be with a man who has a family or kids. But I do think to Figgy's point, mm-hmm. um, when you do get older, he thirty four standards drop a little bit, and you're a little more realistic. If you're 35 and single and looking for a man, you're not going to find too many who don't have a kid at 35 plus. And then, honestly, too, you have to honestly, that you want to be with. You have to think about it, too. Like, it'd be different if Trey Songs was linked to somebody that he was dating on a consistent basis. He's not dating anyone. So There's he just randomly a had a baby. Star. It wouldn't surprise me, but it's just random. So that's why I understand why people get hurt by it because it'd be different if there was a significant other in this person's life as to where you would have prepared yourself as a fan that this was coming. (laughs) But if you're a fan of this guy and he's never been married, engaged, anything like that, and then all of a sudden he comes up with this baby and you don't even know who, like, he doesn't even have a girlfriend, of course you're going to be surprised and shocked. So how do you feel about Chris Brown when he... I was surprised and shocked and hurt, and I want to say I cried, but I don't know. Like, Damn. I can't remember, but I'm pretty. I know I was because that's exactly what Chris Brown did. I know I was hurt. <laughs> like, I was hurt. I was very hurt Man. and mad at the baby mama. <laughs> and then I got over it. Damn. But no, yeah, maybe it's just just an age difference, guys. Yeah. Congratulations, so, right? Congratulations. <laughs> so, okay, so. Uh, this leads into another uh, pregnancy thing I want to talk about real quick. So we talk about the Rockets game uh, on game six in Houston at Toyota Center on, I forget the day already, Friday, the second worst day of my life maybe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, Beyonce, and it was a star-studded event, by the way. Uh, Khaleesi, I forget her real name, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones was in there. Oh, yeah, Comic um, Palooza was that yeah. weekend. Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. I, 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 oh, was she there? Yeah, she was like one of the. She was like the guest star of Comic Palooza. Oh damn! Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, we were supposed to get tickets to that, right? I asked. Yeah, I had them. Oh shoot! Sorry. I, see, <laughs> Petty me. I thought she was smashing an NBA player on the low, and that's why she was there. Nah, oh, she was definitely like <laughs> yeah. one of the headliners for Comic yes. Palooza. The, I didn't Houston. realize that. She I didn't realize. Be. I didn't realize Houston had something so big that actual nerd celebrities go to. I thought we had like a knockoff Comic Con or something. I didn't know we had like a big one. Yeah, it was at George R. Brown. Okay, but anyway, besides the point, (laughs) because the king and queen were there also, Jay-Z and Beyonce. I want to say they might have cursed the team, but I don't know. But um, Beyonce showed up 
wearing a uh, jacket that looked kind of, I don't know, I'm not a fashion expert, but she was wearing like a jumpsuit thing with lip things on it. Mm -hmm. And she was crossing her legs the entire time. Matter of fact, you really could not see Beyonce's whole body the entire night through any picture you look for. Mm -hmm. You can't see her body. She took a picture on the plane like a few hours later. She's still legs crossed, no visible body features beside her feet and her head. And it wasn't cold. Yes. It was it, not it, cold. It, oh, been, in Houston, yeah. yeah. No. Yes. So, I know what y'all know I'm going to ask right now. Is Beyonce pregnant? Special investigator, Jasmine, who can tell these things with Beyonce. Is Beyonce pregnant again or not? I don't think she is. I don't think she is. She's just fat. I don't think she's fat either. I, I don't. I think just the whole idea of her having that little drape over her and it not being cold in Houston is what it is. I don't think she's pregnant. Then somebody was trying to say her hair was blonde whenever she's pregnant. Her hair wasn't even yeah. blonde. It was brown. <laughs> like, it had streaks of blonde, I think. In it. Yeah, but we seen Beyonce with some blonde hair. Like, that wasn't it. How will we know when Beyonce is pregnant? Because she's um, she's going to have a rollout and the baby will just be born magically. But um, how will we know? I think... I was about to say, when she going to BET and have another baby shower? <laughs> was that yeah. BET? That was MTV. MTV, when yeah. she did the whole... Yeah, yeah. And her collapsed. Belly. baby shower. Everybody like, that was the best performance of the night. I'm like, yeah. she ain't do nothing. <laughs> love on top. <laughs> she ain't do I'm nothing. I'm mad she called it her baby shower. <laughs> That's what it was, though. That's what it was. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think Beyonce is pregnant. Just... I, I I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Um Yeah. If she is, she's very, very early. Too early for us to even know that she's pregnant, in my opinion. Then why would she hide her body like that? And like every picture I saw, you couldn't see anything on her. Yeah. Um, but she's Beyonce for one. No, she's just too famous for us. No, no, no. Negroes That's not what I'm saying. I'm Negro saying basketball. she's Beyonce for one. If she wanted to hide her belly, do you think she would be that obvious to do it? Yes. I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you so. think she would do if she wanted to go to a Rockets game and, and hide the fact that she was pregnant? No, I'm saying like in the past at least, like Beyonce has been pregnant and we had no idea. True. And she has been out in the open like normal and we had no idea. So I think if Beyonce were pregnant, she wouldn't draw it and she didn't want us to know. She wouldn't draw attention to herself. Like, I don't think she would purposely draw attention to herself and get us to start talking about her being pregnant if she was really trying to hide it. Okay. Like To be fair, not everybody's talking about this. This is my theory and a few other theories, but it's not like shade reported room. on the shade room or something. No, it oh, was. They, was it? The comments and stuff. They're oh. yeah, they no, they are. Okay. I yeah. was just about to ask that. Was this a, like a, a social media thing yeah. or was this a Ryan Rocket special? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. No, I, I've seen I've seen a few tweets, but tweets. I ain't really pay attention to it, but you brought it to my attention, so that's how I that's how I'm like, oh. Yeah, and for, you know, those that have been to basketball games, it is cold in there. Like, it is cold in the arena. Is it? Are they called arenas? Oh. Arenas, yeah. Yeah, it it does get cold in there. Yeah. But And I just, I don't know. I just really think if Beyonce was pregnant and she really wanted to hide it, that wouldn't have been the way that she would have done it. That's okay. too obvious. Okay, we'll see in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I, I will, I Y'all want to make a bet? No. They said that she was high. <laughs> They kept saying she was high as fuck. I believe that. So maybe she was, that was just some high shit. Like it's possible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna bet because I don't know Beyonce enough. I don't. I'm no 
I think Jasmine is a Beyonce a expert whole, because she did right predict now. that Beyonce was recording a new album because of some goofy shit she did with her hair or something. Had, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't believe that at all. I thought you were crazy. I know. You called me out. I it did. was weird. Yeah. I thought you were crazy, but oh, you yeah. were right. So I'm not going to make any bets about Beyonce. I'll trust your word on it this yeah. time. But if I'm right, I'm going to rub it in your face regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Other stuff that's going on. We talked about Rolling Loud. Let's talk about this real quick. Because um, Rolling Loud Rolling Loud was apparently a disaster of sorts. Nightmare. Um, Kodak Black was arrested and is now facing 10 years in prison for allegedly, allegedly lying to buy a firearm. He was arrested at the border earlier, um, a few, I want to say like a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, for having a firearm on him. He was arrested again at Rolling Loud. Apparently, people were shot at. Yes. Crazy shit happened. So what exactly happened at Rolling Loud? And will they have another one, do you all think? Oh, yeah, they're definitely having another one. It's just the art, the, the artist um, participation is going to be very slim, I think. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think, um, well, for one, when I was very interested in Rolling Loud, I was a lot, not a lot younger, but um, there were more artists that were not necessarily catered so much to the youth, like, like Migos, Cardi B, like they were like more, um, they had more of an odd, like a diverse audience. This um, lineup was very like youth involved, like very young crowd people, some names that I hadn't even heard of before, which is understandable, like, you know, but um, NBA Youngboy was shot at, talked about Kodak, Lil Wayne, like, um, tweeted out like he was sorry that he wasn't doing it because they have like for they make they make all of the artists or I don't know if it's all of the artists I don't know if they select certain people or how they were doing that but they were going to require him to have a security like check and Lil Wayne came out and tweeted and he was like he I'm sorry but he's not getting checked by security to do his job and perform so he's not doing it which I can respect like you know, a, I, there was like, I can't remember his exact verbiage, but there was a lot, like, it was a lot to the security check that they were trying to do with him. Okay. Yeah, so he just pulled out the show to begin with. So I, that's they what. asked him to spread him? Like, well, who was involved in this? A cavity search? I, I can't, I don't want to lie. I don't know the specifics, but um, that's why I would say, like, with Kodak, I don't know. Kodak is an interesting case, but I would just imagine, I would just wonder why why he would go through with something knowing that he wasn't cl- like he knowing that he didn't have his stuff together. Like why would you continue? Because he's Kodak Black. That's what I'm saying. Nothing like he that's does a special make any case. Sense. Like whatever, but um yeah, and then somebody was killed, a young rapper that I've actually never heard of, but he was killed and he wasn't even a performer. Um some young girl with like some child was shot. Like I don't know what was going on out in Miami. Was Lil B jumped at Rolling Loud or was that somewhere else? Um uh, recently or No, like, like last year. I remember I Lil I remember B got jumped. jumped. It was some festival. Was. I can't remember the name no. of the festival. I can't remember, but um I don't know. I think they they'll definitely still have it. That's revenue, but I think that the people that choose to go will be a lot younger crowds, and I think that the artists will be catered to those younger crowds even more than they were this time. Lil B was jumped by a boogie with the hoodie <laughs> at Rolling Loud. At Rolling Loud, okay, Rolling I Loud remember last that. year, actually in 2017. That's not funny. Yeah, nah, that's it, not funny. It was sad, actually. Now, who yeah. was the guy that came out and said protect, uh, protect Lil B at all times? I can't remember, but Vince Staples. Ben, uh, yeah, oh, was it? yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with Vince Staples. Was it hard? Uh, was it on Twitter or on like? No, he, on he performed. I think. Oh, 
I don't know. I forgot who it was, but there was some type of bit time artist. He said it on Twitter too. I don't remember. Okay, who that. I couldn't remember if it was. I don't think it was Chance. Yeah, it was somebody that came out there. Like I think it was got, Vince. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know why it was just a madness. I think Travis time. Scott said it. Travis Scott and Schoolboy Q said it. Really? Jack Lil B. Yeah. I thought it was Vince. He said it too, though. Oh, okay. Niggas, people need to a bunch of people said that. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of people said that. Lil yeah. B a legend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did see that um, Kodak, the money that he was planning to make off of Rolling Loud, he was going to start a scholarship fund. He was planning on scho- starting a scholarship fund. So I don't know how true that is, but some, you know, legal representation came out and said that he had spoken, like his team had reached out to them and spoken to them, and um, he had interest in supporting some, I don't want to lie, somebody that I think may have been wronged by the, wronged by some type of system. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to also start a scholarship fund. So like, you know why he's doing this, right? Oh, I absolutely do Probably know why. Man. Huh? Trying to get Lauren. You said this is how it's going to happen. <laughs> she going to see I'm a change man. I'm trying to help my community. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> disrespect. This is what Protect Lauren London at all costs nah, she, from Kodak. She, she's good. She got rolling sixes around her. Hell and stuff. yeah. She's straight. That's Big. somebody I will be scared to holler at. Lauren London. I feel like she got a lot, a lot of cousins and <laughs> brothers, blood I, brothers, blood cousins. I don't know if she will ever... Um, don't I, say date again. Stop. No, I, I, I don't think. Jasmine, come on. I don't. Man. Jasmine, stop it. I think she okay. will. I mean, over time, maybe, but I don't, I, I don't know. I don't see her dating a rapper. It I would can, have to be somebody I can see her dating some type chill. of rich man. I think she will date a rapper again. 100%. Do you? That you is her thing. I think it would She's be really very, extremely low key for the, out of the respect of Nipsey, just because, I think it would be, a, if she does date somebody publicly, it's going to be a while. It's not going to yeah, be. It's not going to be next month. I mean, obviously, but I'm talking a while, like years. Like if I she, pub, I think if she dates, first of all, she's low key to begin with anyways. The mm. fact that her and Nipsey were coming out publicly like this was, I mean, not publicly, but she was doing more was not of her nature. Like she started becoming more public. Like she's always been real low key. So if she starts dating somebody else, I imagine that it's going to be super low key until a matter of, a, you know, a long amount period of time into where she feels more comfortable. Should she have I feel like she, I don't think she has to. I think she, I think she, that's just the way she would be. Would you feel disappointed if next year Lauren London was dating somebody else? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel disappointed. I just, um, just, you know, following their relationship, I think that that's just kind of the way she might be. Okay. I don't. I not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't feel no type of way. Like I don't think that she does doesn't deserve to date anybody else, or she shouldn't. I don't think that at all. I just think like you know, I'm really. I've followed their relationship for a while, so I think that she would just definitely hold off on that, just because that's that's hard to deal with. I feel like she became low key once she started dating Nipsey, though. That's true. I feel like he kind of mm-hmm. got the hit to another game where. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say she fell off the map, but she wasn't in that spotlight like that. I think she was also going through, like, personal stuff. Okay, because remember, she did used to date Wayne, yep. and she yeah. was out there. She was doing, you know, a few movies and stuff like that, and yeah. she was she was out in the spotlight, but once she dated Nipsey, I feel like she just kind of faded back a little mm-hmm. bit, and then whenever they go out, they'd be together. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. You know? Yeah, I think, the, I think she was going through, like, maybe personal things and i think the when she had her son that's what made her 
fought back a bit too. Okay. When she had her first son, mm. she like you know wanted to protect that. Okay. Well, I just don't want to hear nobody get upset because oh, I know they no. will once you date somebody. Oh, how could you? Like, come on. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, absolutely uh, believe people. Is it a time out. limit on that type of stuff? What? Okay. I think you can divide it by how you you would feel it was disrespectful if it happened in less than a year. Joanna, leave me at the way that. Oh, you would feel it was disrespectful. Like, let's say you had a, a close friend or homie. And uh, he got killed, and you know he was real close. Maybe he was about to marry this girl, and then like six months later, she was dating some other nigga. You definitely feel some type of way. But if it was like two years after the fact, you'd be like, okay, everybody got to move on. Yeah. So I, I do think there's a time limit where we would just feel better about it. And I feel like if it happened in less than a year, we would feel bad about it. We would feel like, okay, well that's disrespectful. Even though it's kind of weird because I mean they're gone. Yeah. So now, um, uh, I had went, um, you know, I joined the church or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was in this new members class, and um, the person that was preaching or talking at the time, he was he was talking about the whole marriage thing and death do us apart. Yeah. And he said, um, uh, it, it, it this is weird, but it made total sense. He said, if his wife was to pass. And um, he said, it's nothing wrong with him dating somebody at the church. He said, they'll do us apart. He, you know, he did his part. Wait, the pastor said this? No, it, he wasn't a pastor. Oh, he was okay. to speak. He was like one, he was like one of the pastors, but okay. he wasn't the main pastor. But he was saying, I don't think he would do that, but he was making a point saying, you know, till death do us apart. And he said he did his part. So... However, he, he won. Die, so that's not his. No, part. no, I'm just saying he, he, yeah, he lived up to his part. Till death do us apart. Yeah. So, um, it's up to him on how he want to move on. So it really wasn't a time thing where you have to wait two months or two years or five years or whatever. If he felt like he ready to move on, that's on him. Mm-hmm. So to me, that made total sense. Well, speaking from experience, my godmother passed away and my godfather, um, he, we definitely felt some type of, I definitely felt some type of way when he started to date and he, um, like, it it was some time afterwards, like he definitely was respectful and waited some time, but even then it was still like, who is this lady? Like, yeah. like it was like, I had to like. Um, even talk to like his kids and stuff and like you know with each other and just kind of all talk to each other and like you know he 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 deserves that like you know we may not care for her she's not gonna be our nanny manda but we still he still deserves to be happy like he still deserves you know you know yeah some type of peace of mind like that don't you know they don't want to you can't let that person uh you don't want that person mourning that whole, you know forever they always gonna be mourning for yeah. you know due and- to that loved one but you don't want them to have to be lonely like and, that. And people will always feel some type of way when mm-hmm. you bring somebody else around. Yeah. After a uh, you know, no matter how long it is after a death, mm-hmm. you, you if your mama bring another dude around, you're gonna feel some type of way. It could be ten years, you're gonna feel some type of way. And yeah, and to to my godfather's point, like he he dang I, I don't know if you want me telling his business and stuff. But uh <laughs> to his point, like you know, he was very respectful. He was very low key about it. Everyone, of course, everyone didn't know she was a very. My godmother was very um, social, so of course, everybody didn't know his business. 
But, you know, when he felt the time was right and when he was ready to deal with, I guess, scrutiny or, you know, comments from whoever, that's when he started, you know, becoming more comfortable of, like, introducing people to other people, you know, family and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think. I think it depends on, you know, if you ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if you still hurt, you shouldn't jump into another relationship. Yeah. Still that's being not hurt. Gonna, that's not going to process. It's not going to work. Yeah. But if you ready to move on and you over it, like, why do you have to wait six months because all these other, what well, all these other people going to think? Yeah. I mean, it's about you. That They not living your life. And I'm sure their loved one wouldn't want to be selfish in the sense of like them never getting with nobody again. I'm sure yeah. they love won't want them to be happy. I yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> so it's, you, so it's like, like, oh, you gotta stay not. by you gotta stay by yourself for two years mm-hmm. because it's gonna look I'm gonna be pissed if you find somebody else. Yeah. Like, nah, man, just do your thing. If, yeah. As long as you're ready. L- let me clarify what I said real quick. Because I think you can do whatever you want. Like, yeah, if you want to move on, mm-hmm. I'm just saying how, as an outside observer, I would probably feel. Uh, but I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying Lauren London, like I said, with the whole Lauren London thing, if she wants to move on, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying how I would personally feel if it was somebody close to me. And another thing, I would feel like if it happened like a month or so after the passing, there's two things at play in my mind that caused that to be over you to move on so quick to get to number one. It is you never fuck with that dude in the first place. And we're probably cheating on him anyway. And so I, I look at that now or number two, you were so hurt that you're trying to fill the void with anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's equally actually more damaging than just being by yourself. Oh yeah. Because some people don't know how to be by themselves. So don't take any dude. You might take a dude in who's abusive and just a terrible guy who's you bring him on your family. Mm-hmm. So I think both those cases are really bad. And that would be my thought process if I saw somebody like if my best like figure if you died somehow and not to knock on some damn wood. Yeah. But let, let's say I, I knew your wife and I knew she was talking to somebody like a few months later. Yeah, she might have really just moved on. But I'll be like, come on, man. Yeah, I will look at it a certain type of way. Yeah, so I'm like, just saying how I would feel about. Yeah, it. Yeah, like I said, I think do. I think a lot of people gonna feel that type of way no matter what. It could be ten years. That's true. You could still be like, man, like that's crazy. How you go, how you gonna talk to that person? He knew that person, or it like people will always be upset. That's true. But I think I think it matters most of that person how they feel. If they ready to move on, then move on. Ain't no point in sitting around by yourself. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I never thought yeah. that you should, just because other people think that you should wait, you should wait. Yeah. Because they might never be ready for you to move on, period. Yeah. yeah. So people just going to think what they think. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, we got way off track there, but it was a good conversation. Um. Other things that happened this week. Um. Actually, fuck it. We going to get into what a bro knows now. <laughs> because um. this is a hot topic. It was a, a hot topic on the timeline. Uh. Sidebar for anybody who's not too familiar with black Twitter and Facebook and all that. Um, Aisha Curry is one of the top recurring topics in black Twitter history. Anytime she opens her mouth and says anything, it ends up being a debate that lasts an entire day. Yes. And Aisha Curry opened her mouth again. She was on a show with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, and some other women. It was like a round table of I think it was um I think it was Seth Curry um fiance which yeah. is Doc Rivers daughter. 
she, funky, but yeah, she was she was on there. It was a couple a couple other wives. Yeah. And so Aisha talked about um certain things with her relationship with uh Steph and basically um her after pregnancy um insecurities and she also talked about how um she kind of feels a certain type of way when S- Steph gets attention from groupies and she doesn't get the same attention. So let's let's hear that real quick. Really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it, and I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not looking. What? But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar's turned off, because I dealt with that for years, too, like, and I was young, like you. Yeah, like, oh, my God, fair. I mean. Because I don't want it, but yeah. it'd be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. But when your radar's turned off. Yes. Um, and to preface what the uh, before question was, I think she was uh, Jada asked her how she deals with Steph um, talking to groupies and being around groupies and being around women who want to be with him and take him from her. So this caused a mass debate that lasted a few days on Twitter and every other social media network, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. It got so annoying. It did. And I think a lot of men misconstrued this as actually fuck it. I'll let y'all talk first. I'll I'll talk about it because I have a lot to say about it. Mm -hmm. But um, so Jasmine, we'll let you lead off since this is the uh, woman round table discussion. (laughs) Uh, How did you feel about this in this whole debate that happened? Did you agree with what Aisha was saying or do you think she was just being insecure for no reason? No, I didn't see anything wrong with what she said. I, um, I did see, um, I did see like fault, not fault, but I, I would wonder why she would say it so publicly. Like it's one thing for her to feel that way, but to know what she, the backlash she's going to receive. But that's why I respect her for doing it because she was being honest at least. And at least like she, that wasn't something that, that dictated what she, how she felt and how, what, what she felt like being vulnerable and sharing. So I didn't see nothing wrong with it. And for the people that was telling her, like I, I, it was just, I was annoyed on it. I got over it. Like, it was an annoying conversation. Do you feel like this sounds like her being ungrateful for a man who loves her and wants to be with her, that she's worried about what other men think of her? Um, I don't think that she's being ungrateful, but I, I get what she means. Like, she's a mom. She has three, is it three kids now? Yeah. She just had a kid. Yeah. Like, she's a mom. She has three kids, and, like, Coming from, you know, knowing people that feel that way or just came off having a baby. Like, they want, you want to feel attractive. Like, even guys want to feel like you may have a girl, but you still want other girls looking at you. And y'all can't lie and say that you don't. True. So, why would, why is she wrong to equally want the same thing or like, you know, equally just want to feel like, you know, she still got it from somebody else? Like, and they don't, and that's not even saying she about to go cheat on this man. Like, she just, uh, you know, just, a, being, people being attracted to them makes her feel good. That makes anybody feel good. So I just don't. They are clearly happily in love, and his response, like, supporting her was amazing. So I, I just, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. I think the internet made it more annoying than it had to be. I agree with that. Yeah. 
All right, Biggie, it's time for some toxic masculinity. <laughs> so how do you feel? Because I know you on Facebook a lot, and I know you probably heard a lot about this. So what, what was your take on this whole debate, man? Honestly, man, I I 100% uh, agree with her. I kind of understand where she's coming from. Yeah. I think, um, I think people took it out of content, but I think um, as a married person, you don't get that. You don't get that attention like that anymore. And not saying she's looking for attention, but, you know, with her having a family, having babies, body feeling different, and she might she might feel a little chubby. Yeah. She might not have that same weight she had back in high school when they was together. So um, I just think, like, as a married person, your significant other is supposed to tell you, I love you. Exactly. I, don't care what you I don't care what you say. They supposed to say you're beautiful and you know you still look good, blah blah blah. Lie, basically. <laughs> pretty much, man. Like, pretty much. But you will feel some type of way when he the only person telling you that, and nobody else is saying it. Like you can say, like I I go through this with my um with my wife because like, I came from my wife gained a lot of weight since we've been together, and um like I said I always tell her she look good you 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 know. More to love. Huh? More to love. Yeah, yeah, you look good. Like, I, I I, love you the way you are, blah, blah, blah. But she don't give a damn what I'm saying. She looking in the mirror like, nah, like, I don't feel it. I don't feel like that. You know what I mean? So I think I think she was 100% accurate on that, and I think a lot of women kind of go through that. Yeah. I don't think she was doing it in a selfish way where she won't do to holler at her and nothing like that. So I think people kind of twisted that around. And um, a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, she shouldn't have put her business out there like that." That was a that was a roundtable discussion. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like she went on Twitter and said, "I need some attention <laughs> yeah. from dudes." You know what I mean, so people act like she just went out and tweeted that. That's why it, I think it got annoying because it wasn't like it was a, talking it about was a discussion. it. Like, yeah, Jada Pickett chimed in and said, "Yeah, girl, yeah, I went through the same." But nobody thing. said that. Nobody cared about that aspect. Yeah. So I. I agree with it. I I think a lot of people miss the boat a little bit on this. I think um like anybody go through that. Guys go through that. They'll feel some type of way if their girl is getting all the attention mm -hmm. and you not. I mean, you're gonna feel some type of way too. Yeah. Can I raise the question before Ryan goes go about ahead. to only imagine what he's about to say? Do you think too that the internet just likes to pick on I what's What's her name? Aisha. 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 I, Aisha. I think the internet just likes to pick on her too. Now, now to be clear, I really don't care for her like that. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, now her other comments, she made comments about the whole being married, my uh, husband come first before my kids. Mm -hmm. I think people took that out of content too because she's not saying, you know, oh, my, my husband eat before my kids. My kids sitting here crying and starving, but I got to focus on my husband first. Mm -hmm. Like when you get married, the thing is, you you do got to focus on your significant other first to make the to you know raise your kids. It's not like a literal thing where you know the baby's in there, but I'm focusing on you. You got like it's not gonna work if you focus more on the kids than your actual partner because your partner gonna get bored, your partner ain't gonna feel that love, and your partner gonna end up going out somewhere looking for that love yeah. that he's not getting at home. Yeah, so they kind of messed that up. But I never really cared for her because she talked a lot of shit. Yes. She, um, during the, when the cast was playing them, she was talking a whole bunch of shit. 
Um, a lot of people hated her because of that. I think that's where it started. I think that's yeah. where the internet hate started. No, just yeah. being on the game. I'll tell you when it started. Just talking a whole bunch of shit. And- yeah. I think it started uh, in large part when um, Aisha went on it. I think it was Twitter, and she basically said, I don't understand why these women are out here showing so much skin and wearing bathing suits. I'd rather keep that for my man. Uh, women tore her ass apart after she said that. I remember that. And that's, I think, when it really started. Yeah. Because that calf stuff came later. That. Then she mm-hmm. also did some goofy shit, like Figgy just said, when – um. She tried to say the NBA was rigged because the Warriors that. lost. Yeah. Then last year, she tried to claim that Rockets fans uh, assaulted her by bumping into her while she was pregnant. And goofy shit, yeah. man. She's she's goofy as hell. And then the Rockets, everybody started signing petitions or putting, no, they started putting like, Giving their bad, bad reviews, reviews before the restaurant <laughs> even opened. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is wild. I yeah. But this, this is another thing, too. She put like how people don't um, try to holler at her. Now, if you go to her Instagram, have y'all read her bio? Mm-mm. No. Like, tell me if you're going to holler at a girl with this bio. Believer dot. Wife dot. Mommy dot. Passionate dual citizen dot. Dual? Yeah. Oh, okay. Living in the instruct- indestructible bubble of happiness dot. Making people's hearts happy and tummies full dot. As a man, are you sliding in that DM or you think you have no chance? She sound happily married. Is, exactly. Yeah. So a guy, like, that's that, one th- That's one thing good about guys. Guys ain't about to holler at no married woman. A happy wa- married woman. That's a good point to we, make that, yeah, like, why would guy, somebody, like, why would somebody come we, in and, and want to break up the the publicly happily home that you have? Like, Not even that. Like, we have no chance. We feel like we had no chance with this person. She's happy. She's with Steph Curry, who made millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck would she holler at me? She ain't going to holler at me. So why would somebody slide in that DM? I will say this because, you know, I'm usually – wait, I, I, I think because, I'll surprise y'all on this one. That's a good point. I'm usually on the guy's side with this. But I have to admit, the reason why nobody is sliding in her DMs, number one, first and foremost, is her husband is Steph Curry. Yeah. Multi-millionaire, going to go down as one of the best NBA players of all time. In a regular season, at least. (laughs) But um, I think if you tip, I'm not going to lie and say, if I knew a woman was, if a woman was fine as hell and I saw her, we're talking a little bit and I knew she was married, I would poke and prod a little bit. You. Just to be like, (laughs) look, not, not saying I would do anything. I'm just saying... Okay, are you? I would try to see where the status is at. But if she's she pro- happy. That's fine. But she probably don't even do that though. She probably don't. She probably won't. She probably don't get nobody no time of day. That's she true. probably at the house the whole time, taking care of the kids the whole time, cooking. So, like, unless you look at her profile, and say, "Oh yeah, let me see what she about." Like a guy ain't gonna waste their time trying that's to true. holler at somebody that happy. Now, if she was out there in the club all the time and, you know, she dancing all the time, that's a different story. But she not out there like that. I think the difference with Instagram, though, is that everybody looks happy in their bio. You know, you never know until you shoot the shot. Yeah. You might find out. You see that one subliminal post that gets put up on a story for an hour. Yeah. But is she out all the time, though? Because I don't think she'd be out and about clubbing like that. Yeah. 
Like, it'd be different if if she was out and about and people like, oh, shit, let me see what I can do. But that girl, we don't never see her. That's true. So, like, why would somebody holler at you? To me, that's more of a compliment. That means people respect your marriage. Yeah. If if ain't nobody, because <laughs> just imagine if you get a whole bunch of uh d pics and all this other shit. If it's like people don't respect your marriage at that point because they feel like it, they can still get you, but if a dude don't even want to holler because they're like, ah, oh, she happy. I know I ain't got no chance. That's to me that shows that you're a good wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I agree, and actually that's a good transition because I want to talk about something that Cardi B talked about too on this topic. Uh, but first and foremost, um, I don't know if what she was talking about or defining as male attention was necessarily people creeping up into her DMs and knowing who she was. I think what she was talking about more so was at one point, even though she was famous Steph Curry's girlfriend slash wife, um, she could walk around and people would be like, damn, when she's out in the street, yeah, get grocery shopping or something. Some yeah. niggas be looking twice. Yeah. Double take. Yeah. And they don't do that no more. Yeah. I think that's what she meant more so as male attention, more so than actually people trying to act, knowing who she is and still trying to shoot the shot. I think but that was a good transition, Figgy, because I want to talk about that as well. Um, Cardi B made an interesting, interesting uh, Instagram post. I think she was on live or something. But she basically said that she thinks women or men respect the institution of marriage more so than women. Meaning that when a man finds out a woman is married, he will typically not pursue. But when a woman finds out a man is married, they will try to get him still. I so, agree. Jasmine? I can agree. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Why do you think that's so? what it is? Yeah. Um, Have you ever felt personally attracted to a married man? No, not personally, but I... Two don't know many. Um, well, no, I'm just kidding. I was getting ready to say like, I don't know that many married men, but that's that, that's far off. I okay. do obviously, but um, no, nah, I I don't know why that is. Men, I think, I don't even know if it's necessarily a respect thing. Like, I don't even know if it's like a respect thing of the marriage or that man. I just think it's more like they looking for something easy anyway at the time. You see another woman happy, and you want that happiness. You want to snatch that happiness. I yeah, I don't think men care about that. I think women see that, and they want that more so. than That appeals to their emotions more than it does a man. A man is more so looking for you for a certain reason, or and once they find out that you're locked down, if they can't have you for that reason, then it, it is what it is. And a women, women, I think that they are deep down looking for happiness, happiness whether they admit to it or not. And so when they see the happiness, it's something that attracts them, it's something that they want. So I think that's maybe why women tend to break up happy homes. <laughs> I, I don't that's know. that's a very, very – I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's deeper than that, honestly. Yeah. Because a lot of men see other men happy with great wives, and we want that too, but we don't necessarily want that one and mess up a man's life. I, th- I think I think women do it as a sign of cockiness too. To say, "Hey, I can, I can take your man. I can, I can yes. I'm taking husbands." There's songs about that. <laughs> hey, there's songs yeah. about taking women too. Uh, not married women. Drake just it's said, usually, "Hey, you was mad about." 
Well, wifey. Drake is the you only one. Wifey, you thought you was your wifey. She ain't, she ain't your wifey because I had her. That's why. Remember, Otherwise. Not, <laughs> shit was different in my era. <laughs> Niggas made songs called I Wish I Never Met Her because she's so happy and she can't. It wasn't talking about trying to get her. He was like, man, I wish I never met this happily married woman. Yeah. yeah. So shit was different in my age, in my era, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all ever tried to talk to a married woman? I have before. How did you, how, how did that go? Come on. Well, elaborate. so, okay. So I might have told the story before, but um, basically it was a, a chick I worked with. She was cute. Older white lady, but she was cute. She was giving me some looks. And uh, I was actually working at an Amazon warehouse at this point because mm-hmm. times were tough, man. I was working part-time board operator. I have bills to pay. I'm like, fuck that. it. So Everybody this chick was giving me the, the, the job was crazy. Honestly, I could talk a whole podcast about the drama that went on that. It was like a real life episode of love and hip hop or something. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Like some of the shit went, it was a whole, whole, whole ratchet ass shit going on there. It was wild. <laughs> but anyway, besides the point. So I was talking to this girl. Um, I mean, she she was the one who gave me the attention. She gave me her number. And I was like, okay. Um, it was done under a context like oh, a, a friendly type thing at first. But like, come on now. So we got talking a little bit. She used to get me food before work and we'd be eating in my car. and like making out a little bit shit like that. But she never described her marriage as happy. Mm. She basically described it as she's kind of separated from this dude, and he's cheating on her and mm. doing his own thing, too. She had a kid, too. I'm, I never wanted to meet that nigga. But, um, <laughs> oh, my she, God. <laughs> but she was uh, uh, basically, uh, she, she never made it seem like I was being slimy. By giving her attention because yeah. she never, and as soon as she did, because one time I got pissed off because I was like, look, we just never going to hang out because it'd been a while. And she was like, well, you know, I'm married. So I'm like, okay, you going to drop that on that me? Card. Now, yes. Yeah. She's nah. like, I'm sorry. I'm married with kids. I'm not that type of girl. So I'm like, okay. And that's when it ended. And then she tried to slide back and give me some more attention. A few weeks later, I'm like, nah, we you married you. You married. You dropped the M word, not me. <laughs> you know, I was perfectly fine about being a side nigga. <laughs> you wanted to drop the I'm married card and try to make me feel bad about it. So that was the end of that. Yeah. yeah. But, but you ain't really tried to go get her, though. She kind of came to you, right? Yeah, she okay. did. She did. Okay. So you're not, the, you're not the bad person in this. I didn't feel like I was nah, at all, wasn't. man. No, nah, she came to you. You ain't, I mean, can't turn down no pussy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It, like I, a guy ain't gonna sit here and shoot his hard shot at a married woman, but he ain't about to turn it down <laughs> if she coming to you. I told some guys this story and they thought it was dirty regardless. Yeah, because like, like, you're married still. It's still marriage. That's so. what I was gonna get at. Like, do you not? Um, you're like consciously does that not something that would would get to you? Like, this woman is married. She done took an oath before God. Like that. But that's that should be on her though. It's. I get that, but at the same time, it, it'd be different if you didn't know. Like, I think it would be different if you didn't know that woman was married and she doing her dirt on her own, but you are equally participating in an affair that you are willingly doing. Like, you know about it. Yeah. So I just feel like morally, do you not, like, does that not matter? I think, but or? see, Ryan explained that, like, she was separated or whatever. She, yeah. That's how yeah. she brought it up. Now, it'd be different if she was like, 
super happy where he coming up to the job and shit. Bring he bringing her food. flowers and food and all that stuff. And he, now, I'll, then I'll be like, man, come on, man. Now, you're very wrong for that shit. He over here kissing her and all this other shit. And you was just doing this with her. <laughs> but, but if she described it like she was, you know, separated and they going through a lot of shit and she done with him or whatever. Yeah. Then I'm, I wouldn't blame you for it. I, I get what Jasmine is saying because I've also asked women about this too. If they would ever date a married man, they usually say no. But I'm like, do y'all know how long it takes to dissolve a marriage? Yeah, we and talked about this. Yeah. yeah, so and that's part of my. I mean, it's my parents never technically divorced, but they separated, and when they separated, they dated other people. So right. this is my understanding of marriage growing up. Not, and I hope she's not listening because she follows me on Twitter. <laughs> I posted on Twitter, but um, this is my understanding of marriage growing up is that you might separate and still legally be married because a divorce takes a long-ass time to process. Yeah. My parents so, still married, and they separated. They been, Man, they've been separated for a little bit. Yes. I think they, it's they just... probably the, never get a divorce, honestly. They're probably going to die. Too much work, married. man. Yeah. I think it's the terms of the separation. Like, it's one thing if one of y'all really trying to work it out, like, one party is trying to work it out and y'all not... You know, that's why y'all haven't officially divorced, but it's another if y'all are equally done, y'all equally got this co-parenting going on. Like, But you will but never, but you still never married, know that though. on your side, too. Yeah. Like, let's um, say you were talking to a guy and, and you were so, like, he told you everything you wanted to hear about that separation thing. Like, yeah. Like, look, we're married, but, you know, we're separated. I, she does her own thing. But you never know for sure. Yeah, I just... I would like to think there would be signs there, though. Eventually, like depending yeah. on how long you dating that person, I would like to think there would be signs there to 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 figure that shit out. Like yeah, she know. roll up to your house and beat your ass. First <laughs> 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 sign. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's I'm, wild. I mean, some people do be, you know, they still be picky about that though. Like you could be separated for five, ten years, like not dealing home. with that person. Kids grown, not even dealing with that person. And they like, nah, you got to get that divorce. They, would... they they stress to you to get that divorce. Yes. But like I said, it's a lot of people that separated that still deal with each other a little bit and call each other and all that. Then you got the ones that's not even, that's in a whole nother relationship, a whole other families, but technically still married. Yeah. I think when, uh like, especially when, like, the person that's separated from their their their, you know, their spouse, if I'm dating that person, if we are ever trying to move forward, then you got to get a divorce, man. Like, oh, yeah, you can't be course. talking to me about, like, I want to be with you and marry you and this, that, and the other, but you know you ain't divorced. Like, that's yeah. not, that's not a thing. That stuff take time, though. That's That take a lot of time. Mm. And then, hopefully, you don't have no kids or nothing because otherwise, it's a whole bunch of, you know, who house is this and this is my stuff and Aww. you got to go through courts and lawyer because divorce is never in pretty. We want so, prenup. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky of that. Yes. But, um, yeah, that shit never in pretty. I want a prenup. Do you? Mm-hmm. You'll regret it if you marry a rich nigga. But nah. <laughs> we ain't going to have I that conversation. Right, 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 a whole nother. I worked in family law for too long. Okay. Well, um, let's go back to Aisha real quick because I had one more point to uh, uh, discuss while we were on this subject. Now, did you agree with her? Are you cool with now, her comments? I, look, or? To be honest, I understood where they came from. 
I understood. I think people blew it out of proportion. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of dudes on Twitter were acting like she was ungrateful and unhappy with Steph and mad at Steph. And it had nothing to do with Steph. You know, I'm sure she loves him and loves the life that he provides for her. A lot of people were saying, oh, Steph not giving her the attention. That To me, that's yes. not true either because you could give a woman all the attention. They could, mm-hmm. they'll still feel that way. Yes. He loves her feet. She talked about that. And that's one thing she should have kept to herself. <laughs> His foot fetish. I need to know that. But um, he, to the greater point of Aisha Curry's uh, statements here, um, do y'all hoes want to be harassed or not? <laughs> do we want to be harassed? Yes. Yeah. And by harassment, I don't mean sexual abuse. I don't mean harass as in any, anything too far or violent. When I mean harass, like it's basically calls. being approached or looked at by somebody you're not interested in. Do y'all want this or not? Because I hear conflicting things. I hear people put these video comp uh, montages out of mm-hmm. men catcalling and making sounds and looking and giving this attention, the male attention that Aisha Curry apparently misses. Mm-hmm. But it is harassment when it, it happens in any other. Do, do y'all want to be harassed or not? Tell me, Jasmine. Uh, That's hard because I, I would. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. I would. <laughs> I don't want to be harassed when you say it like that, but like I get where she's coming from. Like if it if it, if that aspect went away, then you'd be like, dang, like my like what what happened? Like you, what changed? Like I can't front. You look crazy when you say, oh, I, I wish somebody holler at me one time, and then they dig up a tweet from five six years ago saying. Stop harassing me. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm I'm engaged. I'm off the market. Yeah. Like you you kind of look a little crazy. Um I think And people crazy for digging that tweet up. I think people is crazy. <laughs> I think it I think it's a matter of how you're um quote unquote harassing someone. Mm-hmm. Like if you just like being respect if you respectfully trying to holler at someone that's different. But if you if you pulling on my arm while we in the club like no. I, I never want that. Don't ever touch me. Don't okay. touch me. I don't know you. That's so weird. so if this guy's just shooting their shot, be like, hey, girl. Because yeah. you mentioned, I think, on Twitter a few weeks ago that some guy tried to, Man, who, who that on was a highway, wild. tried to shoot his shot. That was wild. Yeah. Like, we are, like, and I'm talking steady traffic. Like, we are not in, we're not sitting at all. Like, mm-hmm. we, and I saw, like, you know how you feel people, like, by you? And I felt him by me, and I was like, and I looked, and he got his whole window down. Like, <laughs> hey, and I'm like, was we going the... like 70 miles an hour, dude. Like, you, that's no. Was he in but the kill us both. Side? No, he's driving. Oh, damn. He about to kill us both. I'm like, nah. You don't nah. respect the the heart. No, no, no. Want to risk it all for the, his lady? No. What was the crazy? Never that serious. Outside of that, what was the craziest place somebody ever tried to holler at y'all? Like or y'all, place. yeah, or moment. That setting that gotta be the wildest right now. Like on the hot, like we going like I'm talking like over the speed limit. Like Man. there's literally not that many people on the road. Like it, it's pretty consistent traffic. Yeah. Um, I got uh, some. I got somebody number at a uh, a stoplight. One time. Okay. Yeah, in yeah. Cleveland. That's kind of typical, I think. Yeah. Is it okay? Well, yeah. maybe. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe not. Summertime coming I'm too. I'm talking about the stop. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm at a stoplight, and um, I, I was driving in the G6. I had a G6 at the time, mm-hmm. 
And this girl next to me had the same car. The exact same car, just different color. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, what's up? Hey, what you about to... What's your name? What's your number? I'm putting. You, I'm. I'm texting you right now. Yeah. And then pulled off. That's, that's, I'm, yeah. We I stayed in that. touch for a little bit, but ain't nothing really happened. Yeah. She had a lot going on. What about you? Um, I don't. I don't know about the craziest place I've shot. Well, the craziest place I've shot a shot. Um, I was driving back, and most of my crazy shit went hap- happened when I was a journalist. Um, working at the Houston Chronicle. Yeah. I was just wilding for some reason at this time. I was in college too, maybe that's why. <laughs> but um I was uh driving away and there was a uh, uh there was I, I, there was some kind of event. The mayor was there and I did a story about it. I forget what it was. I was driving out and from the garage and mm-hmm. the lady at the garage booth was fine as hell. <laughs> like she was bad. So I was like, look. I was like, look, I'm about to leave right now, but you look real good. Can I get your number? Mm-hmm. She just gave it to me. So I'm like, okay. Same thing with Figgy. Talked to her a little bit, but nothing really happened. The craziest place somebody tried to shoot their shot at me was also at a writing event. This is actually when I was writing for the school paper before I was full-time with the Chronicle. Mm-hmm. But um, I was working for the uh, school newspaper. I did an event on a – wait, was it the school newspaper? It might have been Houston Chronicle, actually, but it was at school. It was a spelling bee event, and the lady who helped organize it was like this kind of dumpy-looking older lady. Yeah. And I mean, look, she was, man. She was very nice, very nice. But um, she, like, took pictures of me while I was doing my job and taking notes and covering the event. And I thought, I was like, hey, that was cool. I didn't think anything of it. But then, like, a few days later, we went. uh, She asked if I wanted to get something to eat on campus. I'm like, yeah, sure. She, went, she said she wanted to talk about something about uh, the spelling bee or my article I wrote and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'll, we go out to eat. It's like a little deli. You know, everybody just goes. I'm not a date spot. And so we just started talking about, you know, she worked in radio and all this stuff. And we just went on and on and on. And eventually it got to the point where she just flat out said, you know, I didn't really ask you here to just talk about work. I asked you here because I think you're really handsome. And uh, I wanted to know if you wanted to go out. Mm. And all I did, because she, I felt bad for her because she started blushing really hard after oh. she said that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of busy right now. But <laughs> oh, I, I, shut it, I shut it down to me. I'm sorry, y'all. She, she, nah, I couldn't. She, was just, she nah. wasn't your type? Nah, 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 but I respect the I res- look any girl who shoots their shot. I respect it because I know it's harder for y'all to take that rejection, and I know you don't get a whole lot of rejection. Yeah. So if a woman does it and somebody I, rejects them, I love it, man. You know what? Someone has shot their shot at me um, during a class presentation before. Damn. But uh, damn, it, did he get down on one knee? No, it was like. Uh, <laughs> I knew him, but I didn't know him, know him. So it wasn't like a serious thing, but it was just an odd place to like try it. Yeah. Yeah. How you feel about, um, do you shoot your shot at guys on social media or is it like I? a no? Do I? Yeah. Well, y'all have heard. I've tried like randomly before. I mean, it wasn't anything serious. No, but you know, I yeah, I'm talking about, like, hey, before. how you doing? Um, no, no, she don't ever say that. She just drops thing. the eyeball emoji. <laughs> hey, it works every time. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But uh, that's yeah, one no. of my favorite emojis. Side note, 
But anyway, same. Yeah. I always drop the eyes in everyone's inbox. To me, that replaced the um the heart eyes. So <laughs> when a girl drop a, a nice looking picture, I just put the heart. I mean, the not eye, the heart. The regular eyes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't put the heart eyes because everybody was like, oh, yeah. you, nah. you flirting. So I just put the the, the little eyeball emoji. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not. I'm not shy of entering people's DMs, but it don't be on no serious. Not, like, it's not really serious. Okay. I, yeah. I respond to stories all the time. Okay. I, can, I can't front. Uh, I ain't going to put her out there, but me and Jasmine friend, uh, we, we uh, I think we was out for uh, one of our co Oh, yeah. 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 She, uh, I swear, I like this girl so much after you can, this. She wouldn't mind. She's a baddie. She Is wouldn't she? mind. Okay. Yeah, okay. No. Shout out to Spencer. Yeah. Spencer, but... Uh, we was on our way to some cl- uh, what spot we're going was to, this? We were, I address. Say, oh, okay, too late. I was right. gonna say maybe not. Maybe we should tell the place. But she, we were going to this uh, to this bar. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, she said she thought this dude was cute. She slid in his DM and said, "Hey, I think we should hang out." Blah blah blah. Like that was a big turn on because you don't get girls doing that. Yeah. And, and we pulled up on that man. Yeah, I res- I respect her so much for that because you don't get women doing that. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of women, if they like a dude, they won't say nothing. Yeah. And if that dude don't holler at them, they just oh you pussy. Yeah, or they <laughs> just uh, it's just their loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I like that in the girl who can you know be the one that break the ice. See, I'm a, I'm a little bit different on that, man, because maybe because my in my experience, the women who do that, there's a reason why they feel like they have to do that. Because mm-hmm. usually, you know, women who have their shit together don't need to approach somebody. They get approached. So when somebody actually goes up to me, I'm wondering, like, what what's going on with you that you have to approach men and actually. So you ask, start feeling pussy. Yeah, not, not that. <laughs> it's more so like I'm wondering if they got problems. Because it, it, women just do not approach men. They don't. I think it depends how you do it. Because obviously it's weird if you say, hey, what's up with you? Yeah. Like, what's your name? What's your number? Yeah. Like, you That's can't weird. go up like that. But if a woman come up to you and have a good conversation with you and y'all, you know, she kind of she kind of broke the ice. Yeah. Like I she, think that's weird, though, man. If, like, she, if she come up to you and say, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm, not, I'm from out of town. I don't know anything about Houston, blah, blah, blah. And oh, okay. How long you been living here? Blah blah blah. She breaking the ice with you. That dog. That that makes me feel like a bitch. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dog. I'm sorry, man. Nah, I, yeah. I'd rather a woman let me know, like in some way. It could be nonverbal, like like you know, just like look at me, look at me, like give me a little look, give me a little wink or something, yeah. some corny shit like that. He rubbed me on my back a little bit. Those go wrong so easily, though. What? I don't be trying to give people the Looking eye and they people. think you be giving you them the eye. You probably are giving people an eye and then just don't want to admit it. But <laughs> <laughs> no. but I'm just saying, like, I would feel weird if a woman, like, actually did the man part of meeting somebody to me. I'd be like, bitch, fucking move around. <laughs> that bitch. Nah. Uh, I, I, I would rather a woman do something to let me know it's okay to approach her and she welcomes it rather than her approach me and start talking to me and ask me all questions about myself. Like, <laughs> I don't want to answer that. I want to know about you. Yeah. So I don't know, I, I would uh, feel better if it, she just made her more available, yeah. I guess, than did that fully. Well, to that defense, I would say um, people don't, People don't approach. People don't approach 
women like that have their shit together like you would think. I no, I agree. Yeah, it's a lost think, art. In yeah, social media. I think. Um, yeah, social media. And You're lucky I think if somebody approach you the right way. Yeah, usually they the they see you. Next thing you know, you get this weird ass friend request. Like, wait, man, when this dude that's the see this man? Like, and then you don't say, they don't say nothing to yeah. you while you're there. Then they slide right in your deal. Yeah. I see you. I just ain't want to talk to you right then. I, well, we don't need to talk now because <laughs> that's weird. But I think, I think um, the stereotype of people, women that have their stuff together getting holidayed all the time or beautiful women getting holidayed all the time, I think that's definitely just a stereotype. I think that, um, some guys don't really know how to approach that type of situation. That's true. They're like intimidated by it. Mm. No, that's true. Yeah. 100%. I, I think, and then too, that piggyback on what I said a little earlier. I think, I think if a woman come up, if if a woman come up to you, and kind of break the ice a little bit, not nothing crazy, but you know, conversation, she really feel comfortable with you or like you a lot because wh- I feel like women ain't gonna talk to any old dude. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I also appreciate, though, too, I can definitely appreciate people not coming up, go, like men not going up to women that have their stuff together knowing they ain't shit. So that may be just like, you know, that might be good, too. That, Man, that ain't I nobody hollering. nobody. <laughs> Let me wait till Knowing they, they go ruin that girl life. <laughs> Let me wait till I pay my car off before I start hollering before at this girl. I, yeah. Let me wait till my child support <laughs> is done. Hey, y'all heard your, your man's yeah, is uh, shit. too... Your man's is two months ahead of his child support. Who? Robert Kelly. Oh, Robert Kelly. Oh, good mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. I guess he, his life's going to be hard enough soon enough anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I, I keep hearing he's broke and then he suddenly comes up with $60,000. So, that is kind of weird, too. Mm, those but, questions, do we really want the answer to those yeah, questions? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a operation. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, fuck, we way off topic. So, we have no topic right now, but um, let's let's go go ahead and speed run through because I was getting a little late. We run a little long on this one. So let's speed run through a bunch of stuff that's going on this week that we passed up on. Um, Freak Nick is coming back. What is? I'll give a shit. So, no, Freak Nick was before my time, so I never really experienced it anyway. I just heard, you know, obviously. Is that like a strip club? No. Basically, street Freak Nick was like, I know, I don't know if y'all ever heard like the Kappa Beach Party over here from Galveston back in the day. Basically, uh, it was like a, a party in Atlanta from the 90s where it was a lot of freak shit going on. I think Uncle Luke was like a regular there. A bunch of rappers and talked about it during that time. Uh, people said there, there was a lot of dirty shit going on too, like assaults, women getting groped. Um, rapes, possibly, so assaults, all this stuff. There's videos of it if you type in Freak Nick 94 or something in YouTube. <laughs> you'll see all kinds of crazy shit going on. See people mamas and shit? Yes. Aunties? Yes. So um, people, apparently they're trying to bring this back somehow and make it like a family-friendly uh, event that everybody can go to. Uh, but do y'all think they should bring this back, and do y'all think they should call it Freak Nick? I think this is a terrible time. <laughs> I think this is the what no. This is a horrible decision at this at the state of our culture right now. The whole Me Too movement and just in general, I think no. But it's not to be fair, it's not gonna be the same thing. Yeah, but like to say I, I just I think I think even bringing placing the stigma that it is freak Nick is just stu- like it it's kinda dumb. Like just make it just make something else up. Don't try to play it into it as if it's the same 
you know, historical fest, like, you know, legendary festival, just make another festival, especially if you go make it family oriented. Like, no, I just, I don't agree with it right. I don't think it's the time for that. Biggie, you down with me to go to Freak Nick. Yeah, <laughs> back. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're down I'm down for it, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, they bringing back everything else, so why not bring that back? Yeah, I think, I guess because when I think of Freak Nick, I think of like, Stuff that kids shouldn't be seeing. So yeah. it's just like, it it just doesn't make sense. I think basically what's happening here is somebody just wants to have a festival and wants uh, easy, free press and a lot of people to come through and see what's what. And oh, yeah. a high attendance without, with being without it being nothing, work, nothing, really. nothing like the original was. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just using the name and name only. He's making this something else entirely. He's saying he's aiming it towards a family-friendly environment, but he wants artists that are catered towards in like an older than twenty-five audience as well. See, so. and I can I can mess with that, but then if you're if you're encouraging children to come, what are you gonna tell your child when explaining the title of Freaknik? Just lie to him. <laughs> a lot of kids all the time anyway. I'll be damn. I'll be damned if somebody bring their kid there. The freak Nick. Like, yeah. What? I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think a good parent would not bring their kid there. Yeah. Just off the strength. Just seeing as well. Yeah. Off the strength of the name. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like, nah, you can sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't bringing their kid to Freak Nick. Mm-mm. All right. So what else is going on? Uh, speed running a few things. Um, Oh, yeah. Let, let's, let's recap some things that happened. Uh, th- these past few weeks that we have, we've been on, on a little uh, hiatus for, mm-hmm. Rockets lost. We talked about that. Jay Z performed. Now, actually, when Jay Z was doing the B side two concert, yeah. we were doing the podcast and we were yeah. talking about it a little bit. Yeah. But we didn't get to this part because apparently he reunited with Cameron and Jim Jones, and nah. they performed "Welcome to New York City" oh, for the yeah. first time. I think maybe ever live. Don't yeah, they, they never performed that, performed that live. Yeah. 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 So legendary. That was man. I wish I was there. Me too. Man. I had goosebumps just yes. watching that little clip, man. I, I never I think we talked about that. Uh that was like the only beef that will probably never get squashed mm-hmm. with Jay Z because remember Jay Z was like on this run of squashing beefs. Yeah. He signed Jim Jones to Rock Nation and all his other stuff. Mm-hmm. But that was the only beef we was like, nah, I don't like think Cameron. that's going to, yeah, I don't, yeah. But it was good to see Cameron out there performing that song with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. That was, that was crazy. Do you think Jim Jones had something to do with that? With Maybe. I know it could be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Jim squashed that beef like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, to me, that was huge because they beef was, they beef was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Dipset was a little disrespectful. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's good to see Cam and Jay-Z on that stage performing that song in New York. That's that's one of my favorite New York songs. You know, New York got, like, all type of New York title songs. That's probably, like, one of my favorites. The worst one is on the Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. Empire I State. I can't New York. stand that fucking song, I can't, man. I can't. I don't like it either. Oh, man. Listen to that song without seeing Lil Mama pop up. <laughs> how Lil Mama looked is how I feel when I uh, you listen, listen to that song, man. I hate it. Yeah. I'm dead. What else is going on? Oh, we talk about an NBA young boy. Um, oh, yeah. Arthur. We just found out Arthur is still on. 
now. That's wild. 22 seasons. That's, That's crazy. wild. Like, are the characters still, the voices, they can't still be the same, are they? Yes, yes. They all no. still the same to me. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't even tuned in. Simpsons has had the same voices for, for 30 years. Yeah. Now, well, you so. know, They like, older than me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it, it's possible. Just, yeah. It's possible, especially if they getting paid right. Yeah. Man, they'll do that. Because it's not like you out there acting, yeah. so you got to look a certain way. That's Just true. being the voice character. And kids are voiced by women, and women, their voices don't change. So that's oh, why. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Man, I used to watch Arthur. Like, <laughs> I was grown watching Arthur. Like, Arthur was my show. Man, me and my sister used to. What was your man. guilty pleasure cartoon? Guilty pleasure? Like something that was so stupid that nobody else liked, but you still watched. Uh, I like Cow and Chicken a lot. Cow and Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that show. I like cow cow and Chicken? Yes. Cow and Chicken on Cartoon Network. Um, I like that show a lot. <laughs> oh, and Powerpuff Girls, too. I watched the shit out of Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, but I mean, that, that was, was like a, a girl show. Yeah, that was <laughs> odd for me. Now, this show I used to watch, it really wasn't a cartoon. Like I said, it's... I had PBS, mm-hmm. but uh, the Big Cuffy Couch. I love. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. like my yeah. I kind of as a kid, I kind of had a crush on the girl. <laughs> rec- recently, I looked her up and um, she she looked all right in real life. <laughs> I'm mad that she looked her up. Yeah, I was I just thinking about, about it. Because, yeah, not uh, not Molly. What's her name? Shit, I forgot her name. I thought her name you was talking Molly. About, Molly was the doll. Oh, the little puppet gotcha. That never said shit. I can't remember. And she just look around and bloop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't. Um, I don't know. I don't think anything. I don't think I watched anything out of the ordinary that most people okay. weren't watching at my age. Her name was Lunette. Lunette. Yeah, that was the character. Yeah. Okay. And Molly. Oh, okay. Never mind. I liked PB and J Otter, but that might have been after y'all's time. Yeah, that's after my time. That's Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah but I don't think that was 2000s. odd for my for my. Okay, okay, we get it. You're young, Jasmine. <laughs> goddamn. Well, here she go. Oh, yeah, ain't too she bad. Right. Ain't too bad. Take the clown nose off. Yeah, yeah get it. To, <laughs> a few crunches, maybe. Um, Other things that happened. Uh, Chris Darden quit the Nipsey case. Yeah. Um, We talked about this right after it happened, basically. Chris Darden, who was from the OJ case, he was the prosecutor in the OJ Simpson murder trial. He was apparently uh, scheduled to defend... Um, Eric Holder, who was being accused of killing uh, Nipsey Hussle, he apparently quit the case due to him and his family receiving death threats. Now, do y'all think that... What do y'all think about him receiving threats? Do y'all think... I think that's kind of normal at that point. Okay. I don't think it's... Oh, my God, what? I think it's... I think any lawyer would receive threats. But to me... this, it it kind of bothered me because the guy, even though I think the guy should be in jail, mm-hmm. you know, forever, somebody got to represent him. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you, like just because he's representing him don't mean he's trying to get him off free, scot-free. It could be something simple like a, um, just make sure he don't get the death penalty or just make sure he get 25 to life. Yeah, you know I mean? He, he, that guy's not getting out. But sometimes it just be more of a thing to have a fair case, a fair trial, and collect that check. But a lot of people be going overboard. Like that guy is not allowed to be represented by anybody. Yes, I think now now uh, what what's his name? 
He was uh, Eric Holder, aka Shitty Cuz, yeah. <laughs> street name. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, he was already on black people bad side anyway because he was trying to get OJ locked up at that time. But I don't know. I think he just went out here trying to get a little, little shine. Yeah, I don't know. And and that's one thing too. People were um accusing him of maybe trying to just get some spotlight again. I don't know if that was the case, but I do think if what you said is true, that's corny. You don't threaten a man's children, people who had nothing to do with it, because yeah. you took it. And like you said, somebody has to defend them. Yeah. And and I think this is a interesting thing. How I think we talked about this a little bit when it happened too, when Nip- Nipsey death first happened. Uh, people don't understand how a lawyer can defend somebody who is basically obviously guilty. Yeah. But I think when you're a lawyer, you have to believe in the process of the law and everybody is entitled to a defense, no matter how awful they might be. Because if you can't hold it in the worst cases, how can you hold it in the best cases? It yeah. has to be across the board or it's useless. Yeah. So I think under with that understanding is why you see people, uh, of somebody has to cases. defend it. Yeah, somebody and, has to. And sometimes, um, I mean, I'm not sure what his purpose was, but sometimes it could be good for him to take a case like that to make sure they're not fucking over a black man. Yeah. I mean, this case is a little different because he killed somebody. Yeah. But just imagine if it was like some type of drug charge. Like you want to defend that man to you know make sure he don't fuck him over because yeah. them public them public defenders are terrible. You know what I mean? So you better off not having one. Yeah. But maybe it's just a thing to make sure um the um the system play by the rules. You know what exactly. I mean? Like even though this situation is a little different because we all love Nipsey. Yeah. And you know, he need to, you know, serve life in jail. But maybe it's a thing to make sure, you know, they don't do no crazy shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not necessarily trying to get him off. Like, oh, yeah, he's innocent. We, we you know, I'm working to get him out so he can well, be Well, I think he free. did plead not guilty. But that could yeah. mean a lot of things, too. So, to be yeah, fair. That don't, to yeah. me, that don't really mean much. But, yeah. yeah, maybe it's just a thing to make sure he, you know, get an extra biscuit in jail or something. I don't know. <laughs> an extra biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jasmine, how'd you feel about this? Uh, I for one, think that death threats is something that he should have taken into consideration before he took the case and should have. Um, I understand, obviously, you fear for your safety, so I get that, but at the same time, look like looking at the facts of the case, he should have known He should have known that was coming his way. It might have been he was prepared to face that himself, but maybe he wasn't prepared to face his, his family being yeah. threatened. But at the same time, you worked on the OJ trial. True. So... I, I don't just, think he had kids at that time, yeah. but fair I think, enough. I think yeah. lawyers go through that. And I think every lawyer know about the whole threats yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't and think it's news to him. I'm trying to choose my words wisely because I do honest, obviously agree that everyone has a right to the just, you know. to a fair trial. Yeah, a fair trial. But I, it, it's hard for me not to be biased in this situation. I just don't, I guess for him, Eric Holder himself personally, I just don't understand um, I don't know. I just I I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't get yeah. his position. I don't I don't understand it. That, I don't. Yeah. I understand. Like I get the fact that this guy needs representation, but at the same time, him being a black man and just 
I, I don't know. I just I, I don't get it. It's a tricky. Uh, it's a tricky situation yeah, because it's him. I I don't get. It'd be different if um he was a DA assigned to this case, like we were kind of mentioning at first before more stuff started to come out. But he chose to take the case. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, I just don't understand his standpoint in that. Uh, and that you know, I don't understand that. I guess too, like Ryan, one of y'all made a good point saying in saying that when you're a lawyer, you have to trust. Like you're so invested in the justice system that you know you. Everyone deserves that, but from I, I just I, why you like you know I I don't get that aspect of why you and like why why of all people like honestly and race shouldn't be a thing, but I just don't see. I'm trying to choose my words wisely, but I just I don't understand as an African American why he had to take the case basically in in. Any African American, honestly, that that is invested in our culture that way, or or wants to see us thrive, in, you know, out of like thrive out of situ, you know, thrive in, as a as, as a as a culture. Why would you take this case? Why would you? I feel like you you should allow somebody else to handle that, especially if if you're for our you know for our people in the way that Nipsey was so invested in in our people. Like, why would you even bother with this? Like, I think it's some. I think that's like. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know if that's racist to say, but I think that another, I would res, be more respectful for another another race to have taken it on. I get what you're saying, but it sounds dangerously, dangerously close to calling somebody a coon for yeah, defending this man. Yeah, no, that's and, why I say I want to choose my words wisely. I think I'm just extremely biased because yeah. it is Nipsey, because I'm sure if this were brought up in another situation, then my, my viewpoint might change. Yeah. But I, I don't I can't understand. I get what you I, mean now. Yeah, I think I think his name is the reason why we making it a big deal. If it was a if it was another no name black man, I think so. We too. probably wouldn't. I don't, I don't think we'd give a shit. We'd be we'd be upset. He'd probably still get death threats. But I don't think this would be like a big deal because yeah. he his his red flag was the OJ case. That's where everybody knew him from. Mm. And honestly, I I don't know about y'all. I ain't heard nothing from him since. That time, yeah, and, and it's like he just came out of nowhere, yeah. like to the point I he mentioned. Picked it up quick. That's why it's like, what yeah. was your whole, what you picked it up so quick? Did you not think about these type of things? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I don't know. He I had just, a reason. I don't think he did it. I don't think he picked that case up because he was going against Nipsey or anything like that. I think it was his own personal thing. No, yeah, absolutely. I think he had his own personal reason. Maybe maybe he got a book coming or something. I don't know. Absolutely. Maybe it's promotion, but yeah, I um yeah. It well, I don't think it was because he's that invested into the case. I think yeah. it's definitely a personal thing, more so. And then again, he's a lawyer, so you're invested in law in general. Yeah. That's but. yeah, that's part of being a lawyer, though. Like, you might pick up the good cases where you the good guy, mm-hmm. then you might have to defend the um the the person who ain't shit for real. Yes. And you're going to look like the bad Somebody guy. Somebody has to defend Somebody child molesters. Somebody got to be the bad guy. Yeah. 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 So, if, yeah. If that child molester paying you millions of dollars to represent them, yeah. you got to figure. You, I mean, that's your job. That, yeah. That's what you went to school for. Yeah, that's very true. Like, I mean, yo, I don't know. It, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I, I, I would never like, be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it for a while. But really? Yeah. I like to argue. That's yeah. my main thing, but. 
I don't, I don't think I could. Nah. You could argue on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm cool. We'll just keep yeah. it here. And then, like, juice. working in family law, too, like, yeah. It's just, it, it, that's not a profession for me. Like, it's just too much. Man. Everybody's crooked anyway. <laughs> uh, speaking of crooked, Pros from the Fugees was indicted. Um, this is some random shit. We ain't got to talk about it, but I just thought it was weird. Um, Pros from the Fugees, who I barely hear about ever. But it always seems like he's got something going on because I see some <laughs> ran, r- random interviews and you don't look broke. <laughs> but um, he was indicted for fraud in from the 2012 Obama election in which he apparently huh? misappropriated some campaign funds. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? He was indicted on conspiracy, making a false statement and two counts of falsifying records in connection to Barack Obama campaign donations in the 2012 presidential election. Yes, if it's prize, so he like a campaign manager or something. I guess so. He was <laughs> he had one hit single on his own, uh, "Ghetto Superstar," and that's just because Maya was on the hook and uh, "Old Dirty Bastard" had a verse too. Hey, that song was I a forgot staple about in my that. life. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a staple in my life. Just great saying. song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all I gotta say about that. I don't really give a fuck, but yeah, yeah prize, get your shit together, man. <laughs> um, another thing, we we t- we had a friend of the show, Joanna tribute to the podcast today. Um, she reminded us of something that happened a few weeks ago that was very controversial. Taylor Swift had a uh, performance at the Billboard Music Awards in which she did a performance that some are saying was eerily reminiscent of Beyonce's Coachella Baychella. performance. Baychella. She brought out a marching band dressed in all pink. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift came out in some type of cheerleader type of, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's some kind of thing. Pink dress, shorts, and people are saying this um, was a gentrified version of Beyonce's Coachella performance. Um, now, do we agree with this? Was this appropriation, or are people just being a little too sensitive? <laughs> I'm sick of Taylor Swift, and I'm Why? not at that. Why? I'm not a fan. Why? But, you know. Why? Explain. You can't just say that. I... I d- I I oh what I does don't she feel do? like I really need to. What doesn't she do? Give, like, us, give us five things she do that irritates <laughs> you so much. Taylor Swift is one that tries to make things seem as though she's innocent, that she's this, that like she tries to keep up this image, but we all know that she is very ugly to people behind closed doors. Uh she this is not the first time that she's stolen from Beyonce for one. Like <laughs> It's not the first time she's stolen from, yeah, it's not the first time she's stolen from Beyonce. And then it's just like she's so unapologetic. I can't say the word. Unapologetic. Yeah, she's just so, like, whatever about it. Like, we not go notice these things. Like, and then, like, I don't know, her, I it just, irrit- her fan base is so irritating. Like, that is an irritating fan base. It Stephanie is. Stephanie Joanna, we love you. She got it, but that 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 is just I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift at all. I used to like her before I like she started. You know, I used to like her when she was first introduced to people. Like, I like the old country. Yeah, like I, I didn't mind. She I went liked too mainstream. <laughs> I liked I liked her when she was like country, and then even when she started coming, like I don't know. She rubbed like the whole Katy Perry and all that is when her true colors started to be. I shown forgot to about me. that little beef. Yeah, yeah, and it was just I and I was a really big Katy Katy Perry fan at the time. She so. corny as hell too, though. To be fair, 
I mean, yeah, you know, but yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of hers. Like, let she, let she can do whatever she wants. And I honestly think, wildly, wildly enough, Kanye and Kim have a lot to do with it. Um, when they the whole exposure thing about you know Kanye saying that Record. he made her famous, and then hearing that recording and how she was just like, yeah, you can use it, and then. You know, all that that had a lot to do with it. Like that had a lot to do with me just being like canceling her in my mind, because it's just like, what? Like, why would you lie this hard and le- you know tell the public like you ain't had nothing to do with this? Get attorneys involved, but there's a whole recording of you agreeing to this. It was quote unquote edited and manipulated. Of course it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I'm just not the biggest fan of hers. Okay. Um, I don't think any of us are big Taylor Swift fans, to be fair. But I have a question for Pose real quick. Are we going to accuse anyone who does anything that Beyonce did at one point of stealing? Because to be fair, if you want to say, yes, coincidental how she just dropped the Homecoming Netflix special and then Taylor Swift comes out with a marching band, mm-hmm. well, can we not act like she invented performing with a marching band, though? No, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. I absolutely agree with what you're saying. My thing is Taylor's timing. She does not give things time. She literally will backdoor with the same exact thing that we just saw. It's been a year since Coachella, let's be fair. Uh, but the thing just dropped. Like, the, the, oh, the, the Netflix. Netflix thing just dropped. Like... Give it some time, girl. Like, yeah, that performance may have happened, but have you been practicing for this performance for a year for the Billboard Awards? I don't think so. So that that's the thing. Like, it'd be different if, you know, it'd be different if these things, like these performances or these videos came out a little bit later in time. But I, to her defense, I guess we don't know how long she's been working on stuff, but it, it it's just it's just too quick. Turnaround is just way too quick to say that she's not stealing from somebody. All right. Yeah. Biggie, do you think she's stealing? Um, I think she's influenced a little bit, but I think a lot of people kind of went in too hard saying she um just stole everything. I don't think she was looking at the performance of Beyonce like, oh, yeah, let's do this exact same thing. But I, I do think she was like, oh, yeah, that – That'd probably be nice. Maybe you should have a um my marching band or my high school band and blah blah blah. I don't think she um I think a lot of beehivers went in on her. Like yeah. I kind of felt bad, but she did a lot of crazy shit, so I really didn't care too much. And it might have not even have been her idea. In fact, there's a pretty good chance it wasn't. Somebody brought it to her and she signed off on it. But it's very likely she did not come up with the whole concept herself. Somebody said, hey, it's what we're going to do for Billboard. We're and have I, the whole marching band behind you is going to be great. She said, great. I yeah. agree with that, I, too. I ain't going to lie. I was done with her when she tried to cover uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. September. Oh, man, That's the thing. That. Like, I they, forgot about that. They keep coming. Like, yeah. They keep, like, it's a, yeah. It's that mayonnaise talk. It's <laughs> like, I don't know what and what point in time it was. I want to, for me at least, I think it was that Kim and Kanye thing, but that's when she kind of just start like she was here, she was here, and of course she got her loyal fans. But ever since that whole debacle and that recording, she just kind of been like, she ain't been the same since. Like, just I think her music popularity wise, yeah, I think her albums ain't been the same because of course her first couple albums, her country album, yeah, we I mean we all know the story, but once she went pop, 
I felt like that kind of went downhill. I feel like a lot of people ain't really mess with it like that as much. I think they like the old Taylor Swift more than the pop Taylor Swift. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think her fan base got even bigger. You after think that so? Happened. Yeah, Taylor Swift is one of the biggest selling artists of all time. Oh yeah, no, I I know that. You said but bigger, I guess... bigger after what? After she went pop. I think yeah. In terms of her old fan base, yeah, they probably don't like the newer pop stuff. But her no, she, audience got she, huge after no, she went she that. No, she bigger. Way. I mean, that was probably the best thing for her to do is go pop. But the last album, like, what was her last single? That's true. I think, too, I may be talking from a standpoint of us more so. Yeah. Like, she had us on her side at one point in time, and we were really, like, you know, I can say that Did we she? liked. I think so. <laughs> she did so. a song with Kendrick. I think so. I and think nobody clowned her for it. I think that, yeah, I think that she had a, she had a, the support of us for a little bit, and then the whole, you know, Kanye culture thing, uh, I think that that's really what, Turned her off from our community. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. If black people were real. I, well, maybe I, I don't know. I, th- I can't really speak on it. I think she had hits, but she, was cool. she she never to me she never showed that urban side until yeah. the Kendrick. Yeah, like at least Katy Perry did a song with Juicy J, or before that hard. with Kanye and all this other stuff. So you could argue and say, yeah, she you know she fucking with us. Or, you know, but maybe t- it was just the fact that nobody, like, we just left her be. Like, it was fine. Yeah. And then she started getting into the our, our stuff. Who, um, Katie? Mm-mm. Or Taylor. Yeah, that maybe could, that it was could, just, that could yeah, be it. We was just whatever. She would, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's like, a whole other discussion because yeah. I feel like a lot of people try to get a rap artist on something mm-hmm. to get us involved yes. oh yeah because we probably wouldn't listen to Katy perry if she never had kanye on a song or juicy j on the song or whoever it's crossover appeal yeah it's been happening since so, rap started yeah true um what else i think that's really oh one more thing i'm gonna talk about game of thrones a little bit i'm not really gonna talk about it. i'm just gonna no, talk a little shit no. I just yeah, I was about to say I just want you to give a recap of, of this season so far. Look, I really can't because I stopped watching after episode three. Oh man, episode oh, three bad. was so disappointing and stupid w- to was me. Was that the Starbucks cup? No, I didn't even make it that far. Oh, that was episode man. four, I believe. Man. Episode three was when the Night King, who they had been building up for the end, man. Wait, hold on, let this me record will, you, man. This oh, so go ahead. Post this. All right, all right start ahead. over. Every, Okay, so I stopped watching Game of Thrones at episode three because this is when the Night King, who they have been building up from for the entire show duration, was killed in the stupidest way. And the episode <laughs> was so shitty that I, I knew that the show was not going to end in any type of respectable or decent way that would satisfy anybody. Wow. So I, I, st- I said, you know what? I don't enjoy watching the show anymore. I think the show is way different. I think it's corny now. And if you watch it and still like it, cool. But I can't watch it and enjoy it anymore. So I stopped. Everybody thought I was hating. Everybody was like, well, wait until the show ends before you say anything. I said after episode one, the show sucks. And everybody was like, man, what are you talking about? Game of Thrones is great. Only a handful of people 
said the show sucked after episode one. Yeah, you're right, Ryan. That's yes. not a bad take. Yes. And now look, after the second to last episode just aired, and now everybody is like, wow, this sucks. It's not yeah, this season not too good. <laughs> <laughs> Now, all of a sudden, everybody has this shit to say, man. Everybody is uh, hating on the show, talking about, oh, we tried to tell y'all from the beginning and actually last season that the show is trash now. Man. Nobody listened. We were haters. We were just, oh, you're just a contrarian who just hates everything and doesn't like people having fun or enjoying things. Nah, fuck it, man. The show sucks now. <laughs> Straight up. It sucks now, man. The man. show is going to end, and it's going to be like Dexter. It's going to be like... All these goofy ass we all these shows that started off hot and had the worst ending. So now we're just like, uh, whatever. Game of Man. Thrones is whatever. It ain't Sopranos. It ain't Breaking Bad. It ain't The Wire. It ain't on the level of any of that shit. I don't want to hear nothing more about no fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> Talk your shit, King. Nerds, man. Talk your shit, Talk King. Your shit, King. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Talk that shit. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I, I'm done with it. I'm done with the, the Game of Thrones people. If you enjoy the show, fine. If you like the show, fine. If you like, I don't want to take nothing from you if you like it. But don't defend it and put it up there with the greatest TV shows of all time. It ain't there. The ending sucks. It ended badly. And that is what it is. It was a good run for a while. But no, I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it no more. Don't talk about this in the wire in the same sentence. Don't. <laughs> don't. Y'all are goofy for that shit. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the last episode because I know it's going to be stupid. And I know everybody's just going to have the same reaction of, wow, that really ended shitty. And, uh, yeah, we tried to tell y'all back in last year and actually <laughs> the, earlier this year, but now we're haters. Was so. last season shitty too? Yes. Okay. What I, was the last good season? People didn't like season six. I like that okay. Um, I thought season one through four, especially like season two through four was like the greatest part, man, to me. That's where all the juice was. That's where the best villain was, the the kid Joffrey. Um, that's where all the dope storylines happened, the red wedding where a bunch of crazy shit happened. I keep hearing that, about that. Yes. That was the greatest moments were like season two through four and some of five. After that, it kind of went down a little bit. Season six, I thought was okay. Season seven, where I was like, okay, something's wrong here. <laughs> the the shit is getting, the writing is getting a little too stupid. Like things are just happening like an episode of Power now, like a bad episode of Power. Yeah, speaking yeah. of that too, that uh, oh. it's the last season of Power. Yeah. That is coming too. back. Speaking of bad writing, <laughs> yeah, both <laughs> episodes. Are y'all gonna watch it? Of course. I am. I might as well finish it. Ryan, <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to watch the last season. So I could hate it? Why? I want you to watch the last season so we can talk about, like, this is the last, I want you to watch the last season. You're like two seasons behind, season. though, right? I am. I, I didn't want watch you the to, last I one. I want you to catch up so that we can really get into this because okay. I want to know your thoughts because I, I really hope that, I really hope that they're going to end this whole good. Like, it won't. I hope I'll tell you so. that right now. I know like for the I know for the simple fact that since this is the last season, Tommy probably gonna go to jail or get or get killed because mm-hmm. it made no sense that he's still alive. Yeah. Um, Ghost probably gonna go to jail. I don't know. They they gonna start killing some people off now, so I think they gonna go guns blazing. I don't think everybody gonna ride off in the sunset. 
I think Tommy going to stay alive no matter what. I feel like this is a show now that just gives people what they want. So I know um, uh, Tasha going to make it and somehow come up on top because everybody love her. <laughs> and uh, Ghost will probably go to jail or die. <laughs> I think I think he going to go to jail or die. And I think the son going to take over. Yeah. The son going to be the new. He going to leave out as the new ghost. Yeah. They, the the creator said that that's what this story is about a mm. while back. So that's when I really stopped caring about it. Because I'm like, I didn't sign up for this, man. Yeah. I didn't. And I never liked this fucking kid. I want to teach, see me, <laughs> teach me the fucking gang ghost. I can't stand him. Jesus. I but, okay, I, I will catch up just so we can debate and break down this season. So I will right. do that. I will do that for you. I watch yes. terrible TV for you. I don't say I I'm in there just shit TV. for you man. <laughs> he don't hang out with us or he don't want to be our friend. No, I, I, I'd I sacrifice my time for y'all, man. <laughs> so. Now that you say this about Game of Thrones, though, I know I was going – I won't say I was committed, but I was definitely thinking of trying to get through it and just see if I could do it because it's just not, just not something that interests me. I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to like it. I don't think it's your type of show, really. Yeah. I'm at, like, episode five. Mm-hmm. It, it took me almost two years to get to episode five in the first season. Two years? Yeah, because I watched, like, one and two. Then I stopped, and then I tried to get into it again, started over at one. And then end up at two and three, and then stop. Yeah. And then um, recently I watched four and five, but yeah. it, it's a struggle, man. Like I, I will say it like this: it might be a easier to watch it now that it's all done. Yeah. I yeah. think it was harder to watch when you had to wait, and that's what made these last episodes really suck. If I just saw it all at the same time, I'll probably think like, "Oh, that ending's weird," but I still enjoyed it. But now. The only feeling I have for this show is like bad because yeah. I yeah. waited so long for this last season. We all did two years. Yeah, it is so bad, man. There's no reason for it to be this bad. No reason. How you feel about the Starbucks cup? That that was, was that weird because look, do that, you guys conspiracy on that? I do. I think that's intentional. <laughs> the, it had to be, man. There's no Don't way. nobody miss a cup on set like that. Not so only. Like, do it, they even allow cups on set like that? Because I feel like as a production company, you say no outside food on the, you know, whatever, yeah. on the stage to prevent shit like that. And I heard that's not the first time something like that happened. I'll put it because we keep talking about power. I've never seen a non effing vodka bottle on power. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what <laughs> but somehow but that's a, a 50 cent pres- book. Yeah. A coffee cup got on the highest produced, has to be the highest costing TV show of all time. Only six episodes. It's not like you had a whole lot to pour over to make sure there was a, no mistakes. They meant they filmed this shit like two years ago. They had so long to produce it, and you tell me that shit just snuck in there. That yeah. random Joe Blow on the internet noticed it, and these millionaire HBO executives and people who run the show never Nobody even saw seen it. it. Yeah. Nobody who saw it saw that cup. Come yeah. on, man. That The show has been, they put fucking Aaron Rodgers in the show. They put <laughs> Ed Sheeran in the show, and he actually sang a fucking song. Don't tell me that this, this, this is advertisement. It was advertisement, and it worked. Yeah. They calculated that Starbucks got about a billion dollars in free advertisement off this half a second clip. (laughs) You can't tell me that just mistakenly happened. You think it was like a deal under the table? Yes. 
Man. Yes. That's crazy. They said, hey, we'll 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 pay you. They probably pay more money than a Super Bowl ad cost. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you. But they said, hey, we'll do this is all we could do. We'll put a cup in there, act like it was an accident. Yeah. If somebody catches it, cool. If not, you screwed. Pay Man. us anyway. <laughs> and somebody got it. So that's yeah, I think I think it was staged. Yeah. After seeing that, man, it made me not even want to watch the show. It was kind of a turn off a little bit. Like, man, <laughs> like it looked cheesy as hell, man. Like when shit like that happened, I know it's it's a bunch of fuck ups in shows, but a Starbucks cup in like a medieval era, yes. like y'all didn't see that. It's one thing if somebody looking way across the screen or something and. It's behind a bush or something. Yeah. But it was sitting there on the table. So it looked like they was drinking Starbucks during the um fucking scene. Yes. Yeah, that's wild. Like yeah. Like a lot of people saying, Oh, it was a mistake. I don't think that was a mistake. Because that you that you have to go through editing, you have to go like yes. someone Nobody someone noticed that. Caught that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like I said, I feel like I feel like they they shouldn't even allow shit on the set mm-hmm. like that. Like, to prevent shit like that happening. To that point, man, here's how here's how overly produced the show is in terms of keeping things right and in secret. They apparently shot a bunch of fake endings for the show just so the spoilers of how it really ends never leaks out. What? Yes, they did that. a whole bunch. They filmed a bunch of stuff that will never be produced. Because they wanted to throw people off the track of what the real ending will be. So you can't tell me a show that would go this far to make sure that spoilers don't come out, that they would shoot, spend money on shit that they're not even going to use. Yeah. But a coffee cup got in there. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Come yeah, on, man. man. Y'all, y'all. Fuck out of here, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm tired of this damn show, man. I'm ready for it to be over. But shit. I got that off my chest, man. Uh, I think that's really about it. I'm sorry we we went well over our time. Again, <laughs> but Way over. Yes, we had a lot of shit on our chest we had to get off, man. <laughs> so, um, shit, fuck it, man. I think that's about it. Yeah, we wrapped this shit up. Yes. Um. So, shout out to everybody who saw us on Twitter. Uh, we did a live broadcast. Let us know how this looked. Um, If you enjoyed it, Um, we'll try to do it again in the future. Um, try to maybe do an Instagram type thing too in the future. We'll see. Um, follow us. I am at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter at Ryan.rock on Instagram. Jasmine changed her no. Instagram name, or you didn't, so you're still Chitty Chitty Base. Yes. <laughs> at Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, you can follow her unless you work with her, and then she'll block you. Oh but- <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh man. Damn. The jig is up. <laughs> <laughs> Say, and uh, you can also follow my man Figgy. He will, if you pay him enough, he will predict uh, a sports shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> he is on social media at the Figgy Fig as well, and check him out on In the Loop ten to two weekdays on Sports Radio six ten in Houston. He's a producer, does a great job, so good show. Thank you. And that's about it, y'all. So for my girl Jasmine and my man Figgy. This is the Gym to Juice podcast, y'all, and we out.